Welcome to Insecure Space episode 10. Today with Jack from Jack Tutorials and David. Hi. <laughs> we don't have a fixed topic here today. Uh, we're just gonna talk about what's going on in our lives. Again, uh, you should listen to last episode as well because we uh, yeah, kind of announced some changes. We just want to have more guests uh, in here more frequently and yeah, just talk about stuff that's going on and so, uh, Jack rebooted his <laughs> YouTube Life of Fame, and you should definitely listen to episode two, uh, where we talked about how we all started out in this hacking community and why Jack stopped with YouTube. But I didn't stop for too long. Uh, so I have started YouTube again. I started two weeks ago when I uploaded a video, and then kind of, I've been doing my social media and stuff like that, which is all very new, because I didn't used to do social media. Um... But it's it's been pretty good to see the response from people. I thought I was nervous about uploading the video, saying I was coming back again, because I thought that, I thought they'd be like, "Oh look, it's this guy again. Has he ran out of Has he ran out of money? Is that why he's back?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got I got quite a good I got a lot of people messaging me. Obviously, uh, Stefan messaged me as well. I was like, "Oh, he's back!" Um, yeah, hype. <laughs> and um, I got I, live overflow messaged me as well. I don't know if you two know him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he messaged me, um, and it's it's kind of weird because he's got more subs than me. He hasn't got he's got like forty thousand more subs than me. But to see someone because I watch his videos and I watch his videos a lot and I watch him and I'm like I don't have a clue what just happened. <laughs> I just watched thirty minutes video and I'm still confused. But yeah, to see him comment in his uh, on my videos is really good, and then I can just kind of slide in his DMs whenever. Um, so hopefully maybe me, me and him will do something one day. I also got Hackersploit. I don't know if you two know him as well. I think he's 200 and some at thousand. Um, so we are judging people on the number of followers. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, I'm just trying to, because these people are like better than me, but they comment on my videos. So it's just like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been good to see everyone coming back and they're like, and I don't know how I've done it, but every, whenever I've been uploading my videos, people have been like, I was just wondering this, and now you've uploaded a video, so there's probably some kind of conspiracy going on about that, about how I'm somehow reading people's minds and then uploading the videos. Um, but yeah, so I'm enjoying it. I'm doing one video a week and hopefully doing maybe some more, but I don't want to say anything because I do it all the time and I go, I'm going to do four videos a week and then do it and then disappear and then come back six months later like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so not much has really been going on since the last time we spoke uh, because I didn't really do anything I've just kind of been working the only kind of interesting thing that's been going on is preparing a company for a cyber security assessment so I'm guessing you two know what one of those is where they come in and they try and basically break your network for you Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's, that's going to be fun to do um so it's it's kind of interesting to be running around trying to make sure that things are right. Uh, and the kind of things that they're picking up on is, like, if you don't have, you know when you plug a like a, a CD in and, oh, well, you put a CD into a CD drive and auto run runs, if that mm. happens when they're there, then you fail. <laughs> it's just yeah. stuff, like, it's stuff like that. So it's kind of fun to be doing that. Um, what's another thing that they did? Oh, in Edge, if you download a batch file in Edge, if you download it in Firefox or Chrome, it renames the file to uh, file.bat.txt, so you can't just open it. Uh, in Edge, it doesn't do that, it just opens. 
So if if, oh. he, if if Edge does that while they're there, then you fail. <laughs> it's just like what? This is not even my problem. And so I was, they were like, um, well, this can't happen while we're there because it's a security vulnerability. And I was like, well, Microsoft don't seem to care about it, so why should I? Obviously, that's the wrong answer, but I don't even know how to go about fixing it. And they're like, well, yeah, but it is a vulnerability, even if Microsoft don't care, so you need to do something about it. I was like, okay, then. Uh, yep. So, yeah, that's that's all fun, uh, just little stuff like that. And I think it was £1,800 to have them come and do it. And if you fail, hmm. then you have to pay again. <laughs> Um, and they just keep, and all they do, as far as I know, because they haven't been yet, they're coming in late March. But as far as I know, they come in and they plug in and then just run Nessus. Probably not. He actually said it in the email. It was like, oh, we, uh, it might be ideal if you guys run a Nessus scan before we come. And I was like, uh, okay, so that kind of makes me be able to just trick you. So I'm tempted to just plug him into a network by himself. <laughs> and people are like, oh, you passed. You passed, but why Why have you got no servers or workstations on your network? And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know. How weird. I guess my security is just that good. Yeah. <laughs> so that that could be fun. If I, just made, if I just made a virtual network that made it look like stuff was going on while the real chaos is happening outside. But yeah. And then the only other interesting thing that's happened is I bought a OnePlus 6T because I broke my beloved OnePlus 5 by throwing it across the room and it hit a radiator. Um, it was kind of, I was going to fix the 5 because it's it's actually in front of me. It's all in pieces. <laughs> but they're so fiddly and the, finger, the fingerprint... I, like, I pulled the screen apart and I felt something rip. And then when I watched the video on how to do it, it was like be mindful of the uh, fingerprint scanner because the cable's very fragile. And I looked at what I looked at, <laughs> I looked, I looked at what I'd just done, and I just ripped the entire thing in half. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna buy a new phone. <laughs> so yeah, but not much has been going on. I'm sure if I come on again, I'll have more updates because there'll be something that happens while I'm doing YouTube. Um, but yeah, yeah, other than that, I just um, have some topics that we could all talk about, uh, unless. David wants to talk about his updates that he has first. No, I I have a question about the YouTube thing. Uh, how, what kind of videos are you planning to do? Or I saw it on Twitter that maybe like something news related or mm, so stuff like that. Looking at, I have to look at analytics and kind of go by that. But a lot, a lot of the stuff that I enjoy doing is the stuff that gets the most views. And obviously, if I, if I, which is always a bonus, um, but for the longest time, I've just been pressing record and then just speaking and recording. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I don't know if you noticed it in my videos I uploaded now, they're scripted um, and the editing's better. And I think I'd, I want to move to something that's more like that. And I've taken a lot of inspiration from Live Overflow on that. Uh, I've oh, never yeah, really he... seen anyone do that before. He does all the drawing and stuff though, and it's really cool. Um so I won't go that far because I, I can't draw. Oh, my handwriting's terrible as well. But probably more scripted things, more planned things, because I can spend longer working on a video if I script I can spend like a week scripting a video and gathering information and stuff and then do the video in a day or two days. And it just is better than me just pressing record and just speaking for fifteen minutes and then whacking it on YouTube. I kinda wanna I wanna do stuff a bit better. Um so I would like to do a news thing. I wanted to do one like every week, but I don't think I'll be able to do it 
and I don't think there's enough news to cover in a week. <laughs> yeah. Cyber news presented by Jack Tutorials. Yeah, essentially, just kind of going over it, but I just don't think there's enough stuff going on in the world. Well, obviously in the world there is, but in our world, there's not a lot going on. It tends to be... You could do like a monthly roundup. Yeah, yeah, one a month. That's what I was... Oh, you have the, the weekly Facebook security breach. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but that stuff gets boring, doesn't it? It's just like, oh, yeah. Facebook's had a security breach again. They're selling your data to someone that shouldn't have it. And it's like, yeah, that's all boring. You were in Congress about that. You know, it was funny. We made memes out of it and it's still over now. I don't know. Facebook, it's still a topic. I just uh, download this Feedly to and like set up a few uh, news sites, you know, to get like the news uh, from the RSS feed. And Facebook is there. Facebook is, there is something. <laughs> And then I click on it and then I read it and it was something that uh, Facebook was supporting developers who ask for money from children and then the, the ch- children, what, the, they wasn't sure that, you know, they are paying real money and then the parents got triggered and then Facebook <laughs> is bad and then Facebook is again in curtain, like they are like doing like some law, something against Facebook. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it never stops. Facebook is getting. I don't know. Facebook is every time the victim, I guess. But well, they had that VPN thing as well. Did you? It was a couple of months ago. The VPN Ooh, that you download I... and it just gave all yeah. your data to them. And, then you, and, then, and the people, did you not know about that? I I, they... I did see that they deleted it from the. No, it wasn't even on the App Store for. Uh... No, 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 no. It was. It was on the App Store. But then it got taken down by the respective companies, you know, Android or uh, Google or uh, Apple. So they just made it available to sideload. <laughs> Google Google also did the same thing. Did there, there was, um, yeah, some kind of Google thing that where you give your data, they, uh, yeah, they kind of make, give you a router and they give you like a lot of stuff using which they collect data and then you get rewards like money and stuff i I don't know you get some kind of rewards uh i see people getting invited to the program so both uh the point is that both facebook and google were doing this thing where people could just like voluntarily give them data (laughs) Uh, but yeah no one liked it really this is such a bad thing though if it's voluntary i mean if you want some extra cash yeah you can you can have all my data just pay me that's a yeah. bit more respectable than having all my data, selling it, and then I've got random people messaging me Things and I'm targeted not... ads. And yeah, I mean, I'm not qualified. I didn't <laughs> read enough to talk about that, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm sure that Facebook and Google also had the same thing. And one of them, I I think it was Google or Facebook. <laughs> uh, one of them uh, had the iOS upside loaded, and then. Apple got triggered and they just basically disabled the certificate or like the profile using which, you know, they downloaded the app. Uh, Because, you know, you can kind of sideload iPhone apps, but it's like super sketchy. You have to install like a profile and then through that you can install it other than the app store. But I don't know. Um, I I, I have no idea how that works, but you can somehow get it working. The way I understood it is that they had like a certificate for these apps, but this was only for internal testing. Like they shouldn't release apps with that uh, 
uh, yeah. Oh, like the developer signature. Certificate. Yeah, only for developers. So only like it should stay in the company. But yeah, they yeah, used yeah, it yeah, to yeah. get apps out there to to people. And uh, Apple was already triggered uh, about some apps. They, uh, I think, they already removed apps from Facebook. Uh, because they were against their uh, rules for their app, so they have pretty strict rules. Uh, so Facebook just straight up ignored that and uh, gave it to people anyway, uh, using their internal certificates or whatever. And so Apple was like, ah, no, and just disabled it. So they couldn't develop anymore, basically, because they couldn't test uh, their stuff anymore. Yeah, and, interested. <laughs> yeah, but only for like one or two days or something. So it's not really a big thing, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how <laughs> we didn't prepare to talk about this, but the the point is that, uh, yeah, uh, both Facebook and YouTube did this, but but it was pretty sure. How did we get Jack, here? <laughs> I, I don't know. Jack, I saw you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've been following a lot of people on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I uninstalled Instagram, by the way. <laughs> oh, but I wow. logged into the web interface today because I don't know, I was bored and whatever. And well, so Instagram I saw you follow good. me and follow like you back. Instagram. Why? Yeah. But what is what is good about Instagram? It doesn't add any value to my life. No, it's just poster. But <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, the call to action stuff you can do on Instagram is cool. Oh, the swipe up. Yeah, you, well, you have to have ten thousand subs for that. Yeah. Uh, ten thousand followers to that. So the method I have to do on it is retarded because I have to put the link. Do in the bio. whole link in the link in bio. Uh, but yeah. it's just it's just yeah, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. So I need to get my ten thousand followers like quick time. <laughs> uh, just but pay some it, bots. Well, I think the whole way of growing an Instagram account is just by following random people, doing for follow for follow, and then when they don't follow you back, you just unfollow them. <laughs> And then somehow you end up with followers. <laughs> but this is so, yeah. Yeah, this this is why I uh, uninstalled it. I yeah, still have consume. my account. You can still follow me. It's just like yeah. I don't have the app installed. Maybe I post something in the future, but I don't, I don't look at it anymore. Well, do you guys do like a social media cleanse? Yeah. Where you just you just like remove all the apps off your phone and don't go on social media for like a month. I did that. Kind you should of. try it. If you I, haven't done it, you should try it. It's I'm good. Kind of doing that. At the moment, you're like, <laughs> yeah. You're last, like, wow. Last podcast, I talked about it that uh, I deleted the all of the apps with the feed from my phone, and it's Good. really interesting. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. Experience. So there's a whole, there's a whole world out there. The other problem happens is when uh, so let's say I'm up, I'm on break at work. I'm sat with my friends at work. They're all on the phones on social media, and I'm just sat there like I have nothing, <laughs> just looking at the gallery on my phone because they're not talking there on social media. Yeah, and I'm not on social media because I'm like detoxing. So I'm just yeah, kind of sat yeah, there yeah. like, it's, okay. it's weird because you kind of you're so used to it, but there is no value, and you know that there is no value, and that's why I I also deleted them because. You know, I was scrolling Instagram and then you just you don't care about the pictures. You. The, <laughs> It's just like some kind of which which apps did you delete? Me, I I deleted Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, and Facebook. I Facebook was already deleted. Okay. Yeah, because I'm thinking here what I could delete, and because the only real oh, social media I use, okay, you, yeah, YouTube. 
YouTube is a fair point. I could I could do that. Nah, you should account. You don't sit there scrolling through YouTube. I uh, let me tell yeah, you. Fair let point. me tell you. you really? Sometimes, do you do sometimes I do. <laughs> no, no. After deleting all of the other apps, I oh went yeah, to, I did that. I went on YouTube. <laughs> when I deleted all um, mine, I was just I did actually that. This could be the reason why I started YouTube again because right. when I deleted all my social media, I had nothing to do other than open the creator studio <laughs> and read comments. <laughs> that was, that what uh, what Great I was story. talking about the <laughs> the last time that uh, you. You kind of uh, you kind of start doing other stuff, so it's not like you don't use your phone that much. So the goal should be to put more I don't know uh, more useful apps on your phone in the place of the apps with a feed. So now I'm kind of doing that, uh, and I was trying to do that with the Audible, and now I also have Duolingo. I'm not sure if this is long, this is long life something, or I just. I'm just gonna do Duolingo for like two or three days and give up, but still, it's there. And uh, you know, I mean, if, if it's on the home screen, uh, so you what pro- are you learning with that? I just German. Nice, but I don't know. It, I just started. <laughs> I just started again. So yeah, uh, you should move here. Dean is also moving here. Dean you should also move here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dean wouldn't believe what we said about him in this podcast. Dean will have to listen to the whole thing to know. Yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> we said it in the beginning now, so it's like... Uh, but it doesn't matter. We're we just going to say something about him at the end as well. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, we did this in another episode as well, so he had to listen did to you, the whole did, thing. You, did you ever say anything, though, or did you just lead him on? No, we, we said something, I think. Nothing like really <laughs> crazy or anything, but No 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 no. We made him listen, so Yeah. Yeah, but the- uh, anyway, uh the only thing I can think of deleting is Twitter, but I kinda need Twitter for uh, no, like, that's, communicating. That's with where that's where the you just I mean I I mean you are communicating there, but it feels like yeah. you couldn't delete it, right? I mean it it feels like I could you- delete it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I already try to f- to only follow accounts that I'm like really interested in. If someone posts like shit a lot, and I feel like I'm scrolling through my feed, wasting my time because of uh, this account, I'm unfollowing that. That doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, you just gotta figure out that it's actually happening though. Yeah, Jack, you post some weird shit sometimes, by the way. Yeah, no, <laughs> but but it's it's rarely, so I don't care. Nah, yeah, I Twitter, Twitter also, for me is is just retweeting funny videos. Yeah, uh, you you are the only one um, <laughs> that gets dogs into my uh, Twitter feed. <laughs> Some weird dog videos, but they're cute. So I it's yeah, exactly. Okay. So I mean, I'm there. I'm just there to retweet dog videos. Yeah, I'll never <laughs> use it to do proper stuff because I don't go on Twitter that much because I don't like. There's a lot of people there that get triggered and a lot of people that are very political and you somehow end up on political Twitter. I avoid them. But you somehow end up there and you're like, wow, you are just so stupid. But you can't tell them because then you just open up a can of worms. Yeah. So I I don't know. I live in a very nice bubble on my Twitter account where I don't see that ugly stuff. So do I by just not going on it and then go on it and look. I just go to one account where I know it's going to have funny videos and then just binge watch them. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah but 
the other stuff I heavily use is more like Discord. But is, does it count as social media? And no. I mean, it's my server. I have to look what's going on. <laughs> Not really. Would you count Teamspeak as social media? No. Oh, Teamspeak. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's a media platform. No, I, don't I, think think, can, I don't think you can put that in. I think it only counts when it has like a feed. Because if it doesn't have a feed, then you're not really going to scroll. Yeah. My I uninstalled Instagram. Still proud of it. It's a shit app. I was just getting sick of people posting about the happy lives. And I'm like, you are so full of shit. You are not yeah. that happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what's kind of happening on Instagram. That's what Instagram is for. It's just like, look how amazing my life. And it's just not. You're lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, you you filter so much of your life on social yes. media. What a deep topic, but uh, <laughs> yeah, actually... Do a social media detox, it's good, it's good for you. Yeah, but it has a weird, I mean, uh, don't you have like this, uh, it's like, I don't know, it's not the fear of missing out, but you, you somehow, yeah, you somehow miss a bit, or... Well, my friends got annoyed at me showing old memes. Well. <laughs> I was like, look at this meme, and it's like, yeah, it's like a two-week-old meme. We've seen it. That's it. That's the only thing. I don't care about missing out. I don't have much stuff to miss out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah. But yeah. Social media um, talks about your YouTube. I kind of like the videos where you just turn turn on the mic and <laughs> start speaking. Yeah, but like something. Yeah, but stuff happens. I want to be. I mean. I'll try it. The professional thing might not work. I might have to go back to just talking crap for 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that. It's But I feel like I can get more info across. Yeah, It's supposed to be a learning channel, but I'm just there like, I don't know what I'm talking about because I've forgotten everything as soon as I press record. <laughs> like, the video that I'm I'm doing a on Wednesday, I'm bringing out a video about the Winrar exploit. Mm-hmm. If I had to free do the video, it would be garbage. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff to cover um, but because it's all scripted it's going to be a good video fingers crossed but if I just press record and start to talk about it and try to demonstrate it, it it'd just be bad yeah I know they felt like little podcasts before podcasts were cool yeah that's cool yeah that's true but that's just uh, the way I did it yeah, <laughs> yeah no man do do whatever you prefer I mean maybe I'll do a mix channel. of both I'll do a mix of both because I yeah. feel like the face cam could have been good. The face cam could have been a good idea. But I did uh, like three uh, times. Really? <laughs> well, people were asking for like, you know, what does he look like? Yeah, right? people are weird. I don't know why they want to look. <laughs> they, should, they wanted to say they can mug me in the street. That's what it is. Hmm. But I'm offended that you said, is it? Okay, I get the idea. I mean, what what what, what am I as a viewer gaining seeing your face other than well, seeing your face? Johnson no offense. <laughs> yeah, in his life, oh fuck yeah, in his videos he does it more and more. I think he's just lazy of recording B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true actually. B-roll takes. That's what I've learned is B-roll takes ages to record. Yeah. And edit. And if you're doing it well, it takes even longer. It takes me a long time because I'm bad at it. <laughs> and I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, you can always record your face. I, I get that. No, no, no. Just for you, I won't bother. <laughs> I mean, you are just recording some gameplay, right? That's yeah. That's I right. mean, that's that's something that I not really. Oh, I'm not doing that. That's just that was just background footage. I'm not doing that. 
Don't worry about that. I'm but just no, it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. I, I the previous ones with the ask me's uh when yeah. you put gameplay under it. I it was I was never sure about them. It depends on the video format, I guess. Yeah, when it was just talking. So it was like a podcast, but you 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 can watch something while. Yeah, know. I was never too sure about them because people obviously I get the questions every week for it, and I enjoyed making it. That was one. That was the content I enjoyed doing because it was easy to do. As such, I could just answer questions on a Friday evening, and it's dead easy. Um, but I was never too sure whether people actually liked it or not because the view numbers were always way down, which is to be expected. Um, yeah, but I was never sure. I'll just yeah, that'll probably come back because I enjoyed doing it. Yeah, I, I like them. I like them because I don't know it was interesting. It just means I have to play games, which I don't do very often. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's somehow satisfying, or I don't know, to just look at the gameplay while you're listening to something. So yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Unless you're dying twenty four seven, in which case I get triggered. Oh yeah, no sc- no scrub gameplay. <laughs> Only professional gameplay. Yeah, also the tutorials were pretty fun when, you know, uh, you have no idea how it works and then you're just like looking at, I mean, you know, when when I think Space Hunt and I started, we were watching the videos, the tutorials and, you know, <laughs> it really... Just hearing Jack, yeah. like, gives me flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was like... Oh, I think I remember. I just looking at how to find website vulnerabilities with Uniscan, and you know it was like ah, and yeah, super interesting. And I and I wanted to try it out after watching the video. So yeah, they were really cool. I think they were like pretty. I don't know what. I, I might have been coding the DO for a while, like binge watching Jack's channel, <laughs> a couple of times. Let's have to see. I'll see what the feedback's like. Because, I mean, if people do go, oh, we preferred the old format, it's, it's better for me. You know, it takes it takes, half, mean, the, it takes half the time to do the video. I do whatever you want, I guess. And don't, well, if, don't I do what, do if, if I do whatever I want, then I just end up blindly ignoring people. But I just yeah. do the... I do the do I do it. it. No, because it doesn't work in my favour because they're the ones that watch the video. Yeah, but do, do you care about the views? Well, no, but I'm not going to make videos so, that no one's going to watch. <laughs> why not? Because I, I do read that. Because I re- <laughs> because then you read the comments as well. I'd like you get this is a this. I think I spoke about this in the last podcast. Is where um, imposter syndrome, where you'll get a hundred comments and they're all like, "Oh, he's doing really well." And then you'll get one dick <laughs> that says something, and that's it. It's in your head, and you're like, "Wow, okay, I'm just going to stop doing everything because this one guy." Out of a hundred people, said something mean. <laughs> but I mean, that's different. That's a different thing. I mean, he. I'm not talking about one guy. Though. I'm talking about an uprising of people. Hmm. But... I don't know. I uh, I wouldn't care for the the numbers. Yeah, that's true. Because even if you just reach a small number of people, that small number of people, you might influence their life pretty heavily. If yeah, that's true. Good. Well, even even now, like I'm not getting. If you look at my there is subscribers versus viewers, it's it's really low. I mean, but that's, yeah, I'm that's the most, YouTube fucks you. YouTube fucks yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm still like the most motivated I've ever been to make videos and make good videos at that. So I'm not really paying attention to the views. I don't really care. 
I mean, because you I know, just it's, want to share stuff. I don't know. It's really hard not to pay attention to the views. Well, it's there, isn't it? It's there, and they put little they put little green arrows next to it. So if you yeah. go on your you, if you go on your subscriber dashboard, and you've got less views for the week, you get a red arrow going down. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Thanks YouTube. Oh, you lost uh, what fourteen percent views this week versus last week. Thanks YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you definitely get focused on the views, and it's hard to. I think it's hard to make you still just make content that doesn't get any views because you feel like you're it's not worth it, but it's actually know. worth it. I mean, well, people still stumble across it. That's why I didn't. I learned not to get too bothered about first date views, because um, the way my channel is how it works, a lot of the people that are searching for videos won't stumble across them for months. Yeah. It's not like it's not like PewDiePie who puts a video out and people watch it religiously. People, people, some people watch my videos religiously, but a lot of people are just searching for something and I happen to have covered it. So I think that works well in my favour. I don't have to worry about the first day views or the first week views. I can worry about the views. I don't even have to worry about them really because someone's going to watch them at some point. Yeah. Like I still get comments on my Gary's Mod videos like, this isn't working. It's like, yeah, no shit, it was six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Great. There's been two Windows operating systems since I made that video. <laughs> and you're wondering why it doesn't work. How to make a Gary's Mod server? Yeah, man. How to so install this... WordPress? Uh, yeah, I mean, those are getting the views. Yeah, I mean, well, WordPress never changed, really. It's still a drag-and-drop thing. But the, the thing's like, oh, what was the other one? Um... Like, people comment on Backtrack 5 videos and, like, this ain't working. It's like, yeah, because Backtrack 5 is over, it's dead, it's gone. Callie is the way well, I, I, I remember watching your videos, you know, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I was looking at, what is that OS? Because there was only Callie <laughs> at, at, by the time. And I, yeah, I didn't know. I still am not sure. Was that before Kali Backtrack and yeah. then Kali yeah Backtrack was before before Kali and then they released Kali and they've just released a new version of Kali like last week or the week before the new version came out which I've yet to play with but I think I think it just comes with um, a new uh, Metasploit version I think it's version 4 hmm version 4 I thought they just do like uh, a big update every few months and then yeah, they, they call do, it yeah, like yeah. 2019 one. 2019 yeah, I'm talking. Two. I'm talking about um, uh, Metasploit. They updated the package in that. They do like feature upgrades, a bit like how Windows ah. do it, but better. <laughs> okay. But I, I still get people commenting on like videos. You remember? You know when HTTPS wasn't such a big thing, and mm-hmm. HTTP was all the hype. Yes. Well, it wasn't all the hype. It was just all we had. <laughs> yes. But people comment on videos that have me like stealing passwords out. Yeah. Over HTTP, they're like, it doesn't work. It's all just garbage. And I'm like, yeah, because HTTPS is a uh, HTTPS is a thing, bro. Come on, give it the times. We're in 2019. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I've got good ideas. I, every night, I'm thinking ideas, and I just want to make videos that are fun to watch as well. I think, um, you know, uh, I think most of the yeah, your videos were like this friendly. I don't know. It's like. Um, you talk about stuff and you know everyone's just like watching and go off like, topic <laughs> yeah but it was that was the point that was how it was all the time so it you know it wasn't that like 
you go into like super technical details and like explain everything you're just like doing it and it was interesting and yeah i think that's what people really i don't know got you i just remember it. things like back when it were how long ago was it been three years ago when i did the raspberry pi uh camera and I like live went and got my dog <laughs> to, go, to to be in the video with me, but I did it there and then. Like, oh, I'm just gonna go get my dog <laughs> so that I can show you it all working in real time. Um, people don't do that anymore. They don't go get their dog halfway through a video and then upload it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the 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 reason uh, people like these videos is because they are lightweight. If you just like. Yeah, what what David said that it's not super technical, you know. Even you can just listen to it without thinking too hard, and you get the concept. And yeah, yeah you don't necessarily have to be doing what I'm doing either. That's kind of yeah. what I wanted to go towards. Is it's I wanted to do videos that people watch whenever, rather than people watching videos because they need to know how to do something. If that yeah. makes sense, I prefer I prefer to do the first one. People watch it because they just want to watch something. Yeah, yeah, that's great because yeah. the technical stuff, more and more people are doing that and I I can't catch up with those videos anymore anyway because I don't oh, have the time and that. it's just I'm exhausting. I'm glad you said that because I can't either. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but your videos, like, yeah, you can watch them anytime. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the tech YouTubers that you have so many tech YouTubers they are talking about, you know. They have all the phones, all the everything. And oh, the but the tech YouTubers, they don't know shit. They're just reading out the specs and doing fancy videos. It's like, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm and they're all, they're, they've all got the same stuff. Especially when it's... Um, if you uh, so take the the new uh, NVIDIA RTX graphics cards that came out. When it's all the tech YouTubers upload the videos at the same time. And they all schedule them for the NDA to be released. And then... As soon as NVIDIA opens the floodgates, you're like, I don't know who to watch because everyone's just uploading the same shit. Oh, yeah, they are actually. Yeah, MKBHD is also doing that. And, like, probably everyone that, you know, they just release it at the conference and then it's, like, one minute later. First exactly. impressions video is, like, already uploaded. So I don't want to watch this shit. Stop trying to rub the views off me. Come on. <laughs> I know this technical videos about phones and or graphics card or whatever. I'm super not interested in those. No, they're not. They're just not. They're not interested. Yeah, you can read the specs in like ten seconds, just googling for like I don't know Nvidia GT uh, RTX 2080. Yeah, first result you see the specs. That's it. Maybe you see a garbage. picture of it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't get why you have to do a 10... Well, I do get why they have to do a 10-minute video because they need the ad revenue, but you yeah. don't need to do a 10-minute video on it because it's a graphics card and we've had them for years and not much has changed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, mini rant. I get it with phones and tablets and that stuff that you want to see the actual product, but even there, you like a one-minute video is enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, think, I, I hate them the most. Fun... fun. Especially because nothing's really happening. Like, yeah. oh, they've got a new phone out, and it's like, what's he got? A camera, a notch, no headphone jack, brilliant, a fingerprint scanner, cool, the end. Yeah. We've had this stuff. This stuff's been out for ages now, come on. Yeah, and they don't even compare them anymore, really. They're they are maybe just saying, like, oh, I feel like the Samsung one is a bit stronger this year. 
<laughs> some shit like this. <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't just me like, as a consumer up. doesn't tell this anything. I mean, my like uh, my phone just broke. It was three years old. How do I know how it compares to this new shit? I don't fucking know. And these tech YouTubers, they are full of phones at their home. It's like they have all the newest equipment. They they don't compare shit. They don't know how to compare shit anymore. Uh, oh, do you mean but they just compare it like flagship phones versus flagship phones? Yeah, of the same year. It's just year. like, yeah, yeah, it's like, well, uh, funnily enough, <laughs> funnily enough they're all using the same RAM, the same uh, CPUs, the same graphics, the, the same operators. So obviously they're all going to be the same. I, I, I know exactly what you mean now. <laughs> yeah. I wish and, I wish you did. Oh, they just have if, like if maybe different UI or some shit. Or, or, oh, this one has super fancy feature where the camera does this. Oh, cool. But no one's going to use that. If they did a video that was like, you should buy this phone because it's better than your piece of shit phone that you've got from four years ago. And this is why. That's a good video. Yeah. Because when I open an app, it doesn't crash. There we go. I'm sold. <laughs> it's not lagging. <laughs> exactly. Avoid Samsung phones. This phone doesn't turn off for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, that's what you're going to notice after upgrading. Not really all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, when I broke my OnePlus 5, I went back to my OnePlus 2, which isn't an old... It's about four years old. But oh my god, it's so slow. I don't know what ha- what happened. What happened in four years that made everything just run slow? Because, like, one thing was the battery. It would last half a day and it'd die. And then the charging port doesn't work. So, well, not without loads of messing about with it. So I couldn't just charge it. And, like, apps would just run so slow and crash. And I don't know what happened four years ago. Because I knew that phone would have been good four years ago. So what happened? Why is it now running like ass? <laughs> Yeah, I I noticed that with the when I got the one plus six, and then I just like one day after it, I opened Twitter on the LG, and it was like loading for so long. I was like, what? But it, you know, I guess that's what. But you get used to it, so it's not like it looks. It seems like it's super fast for you. The new phone doesn't. I don't think that's true. I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that I got that accustomed to a fast phone that going back to that phone because that would have been a fast phone when I had it so there's yeah, no way was. that it ran that slow yeah, the, the thing is websites get more and more um, yeah complex and need more power yeah because they've all got crypto miners on them <laughs> yeah and more and more complicated ads and shit like this and mm. really like just a few years ago uh, a lot of websites would load faster yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't feel the difference because if you have up-to-date hardware, it's the same for you. And if you don't yeah, have up-to-date true. hardware, uh, the the change is so slow that you don't notice either. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Just. I mean, if if you go back then, uh, like from what you said, like you have a fancy new phone and you go back to the old one, then you notice. But if you continue to use your old phone, uh, things get slower and slower and slower. But uh, y- you don't notice directly. You know, you yeah, just get okay. used to it. So the moral of that story is uh, tech YouTubers are bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Stop watch. Stop watching tech YouTubers. Oh, everything Apple Pro. Can I rant about him? He's an idiot. Oof. End of the story. Who? Everything Apple Pro. I mean, you see, it, there's uh, Apple in the name. You don't like that guy, do you? Dude, I think we, did we speak about him last 
time. Uh, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right about it. I enjoyed it last time. You can rant about it again. <laughs> his video about my tool. He was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, this is super illegal it. pointing at the Nord MCU. This can jam phone calls. This can jam emergency calls. <laughs> then showing up the FCC statement that jammers are illegal. And, and, and then saying like, oh, I, I won't link to it because it's highly illegal. But here's the Twitter profile of the guy who made it. <laughs> and then me waking up in the morning with like 100 notifications on my Twitter. That was, Fucking that... moron. And this has like 2 million views now. 3.6. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Oh, this is disgusting. I still get people from that video, by the way. Like, this never went away. Um, no, that this guy is a moron. He has no idea what he's talking about in that video. And he just made that video because it's clickbait. And he, of course, did it in the same style uh, that all these tech YouTubers do. With, like, fancy pictures. And, oh, look, I'm so I'm so fancy here, there. I'm talking about shit. I have no clue what it does and what, what all this stuff is about. Uh, but people believe it because it looks professional. They just straight up believe it. Sounds and, like you're describing me. <laughs> I'm triggered. This triggers me. I mean, look, Keda Keda was shit because he stole my coat. But Keda is like a sketchy Indian guy. Like, pe- like a lot of people are smart enough to just, I don't know, not trust him. But with a guy like Everything Apple Pro, just people straight up believe what he says. Especially when the video has like 3.5 million views. Yeah. That reminds me, actually. The amount of... YouTube introduced a thing that... Um, you know when you copyright ID... When the, the algorithm copyright IDs something... You mm-hmm. get to see these videos. There are so many people that have downloaded my videos. I've just re-uploaded them. Lord. It's so... I was watching some of them. I was like, really? There's just oh, no... They, down, they download the entire video, stick their intro in front of it, and then my intro runs straight after it. <laughs> Wait. I watch it. I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> I have I have to check if people did that to my stuff. Probably. I can't remember where you have to go to find. Oh, you just click copyright. That's easy. <laughs> oh, I have six thousand subscribers. Yay! Woo. Whoa! Wait, what? That's six thousand and five subscribers. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I checked a few days ago, and then it was under six thousand. So hey, that's nice. Last time I remember, it was like one thousand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where these people are coming from. It's not like I put much effort into this stuff. And I haven't uploaded a video in like, I don't know, four months or something. Uh okay, where where can I see this? Copyright so if you thing? go to go to uh your YouTube studio. I'm in the creator studio. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the and old then on or the, the new on the, one. On the left side the the one that's oh beta. I'm in the beta version at the moment. Okay, wait, then I switch to the beta. Why is which the better? So I'm on my page now. There are I have it on fifty results per page, and there are twenty pages. <laughs> that is ah, that's there so it many. Is copyright. Urheberrecht. Oh, I need to. And then on the left it says copyright. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here are the videos. The blah blah blah. Yeah, there is none. <laughs> yeah. So Sad. I've got a hundred. I think I've got a hundred. No, I've got more than that. I'm not famous enough. A thousand, a thousand results. I'm not famous. Of just enough. people downloading my videos and then re-uploading them. They've downloaded the most random stuff as well. Aye. But it's fun. People re-upload everything Apple Pro videos, especially yeah, the one with the jammer in it. 
You can't delete. You can't. You can't delete anything from the internet. Well, well, the European Union tries to. <laughs> no, that's a separate topic. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Let's not get into that. Uh, no, no, no. It's just just depressing. Uh, whew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack, don't. Uh, I I think you shouldn't like hang yourself up with uh, uh, like uploading every week or some scheduling like this. I mean, just one week is me. One once a week is manageable. I could do once a week. Is when when in the heyday in twenty seventeen, I was doing four a week or three a week. And let me tell you that that took it out of me doing three a week. But how did you? That's a lot. It didn't last did it. long, though, did it? No, it didn't last long. I burned out so quick, and we're just like, "This is stupid." <laughs> because then, a lot of if you view. try and do it, yeah, you get a lot of views, but the quality was just crap because I was rushing them. I'd rather spend more time trying to make it a good video, right? Because they were really crap, like really bad. Mm-hmm. To the point where it was just lazy. Like, do you remember my explain series that I did for a brief while? Yeah, mm-hmm. it gets to the point where I just read a script bang uh, the thumbnail and just extend it across the entire audio track and then just upload it and be like, done. So it was just a podcast. Yeah, great. I don't... I don't <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. I was that's just what like, we that, do. No, that, yeah, yeah, but for me, that's not... It's not what I do. Reading some janky-ass script. Yeah. It's not what I do, so... That was bad. Not going to do that again. Not going to make that mistake again. Yeah. You kind of have to find what you... What you like to make i guess because yeah it really doesn't matter the views really doesn't matter i mean it feels like they matter but yeah when we but started I, with this podcast david said we should uh, record an episode each week i still yeah <laughs> How often do we are do doing this once a month if if we if we can <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah, maybe leave that to... How many does Joe Rogan do a week? Does he do once a week? Hmm? Who? Uh, Joe Rogan. I think he does a week. But he's a professional podcaster. Oh, yeah, so Joe maybe Ro- yeah, maybe try not doing once a week. <laughs> It'll, that'll take it out of you. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it looked possible when we started, but it's not really. Because no. uh, if you think about it, you have to record. That's one day. <laughs> Or like one afternoon, evening, night. And then you have to edit. And it's also one day. Which you put off for like three days. Because you don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, definitely. It, it, you won't do it in the ne- other the next day. I usually do it. We record on Friday and I edit it uh, on a Sunday. I mean, Yeah, I do that. I just put it off. I'll spend like three days editing. And it's not it's not three days editing, it's the collective amount of about four hours <laughs> done over three days. Yeah. <laughs> but low attention uh, but stuff. yeah, don't go like tight schedule or anything. I mean I I wouldn't even tell people that you're trying to do once a week. Or or um I mean okay, once a week I guess that's still okay. Uh once a week you, is fine. Did you tell like uh every Monday or something like this? I was doing every Monday, Wednesday. I tried to do Friday and then Saturdays for Ask Me. I think I did that once. But that was just me being blinded by the views and the money. Okay, yeah. Because I, 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 I wouldn't say something like this. I mean, people get hyped and I think the YouTube algorithm exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, likes when you do it uh, yeah, on the do. same yeah, weekday. Uh, but it's shit for you. 
and it doesn't make your content better. So well, if it was it. my job, then obviously I'd do it, but it's not. I have to remember that this is a hobby. That's why I keep going wrong. I keep going, right, this is it now. <laughs> I'm doing it, and then realise that I've ruined my hobby. I don't want to do it anymore, and now I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. I mean, burnout is really a... It's, it's a, difficult. It's a really popular topic around. You see uh, Casey and everyone making videos about it. Yeah, I think uh, especially on YouTube it's thing because uh, here, you know, it's like super competitive and uh, you, yeah, you just feel like if you want to start doing YouTube, then you have to do it over and over. You you can just stop because, you know, if actually if you're doing it full time, then you can stop. Yeah, and when you do disappear for a bit, you get penalized for that. Yeah. YouTube does not like people that disappear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for, for you, it's also pretty obvious, right, that if you go away for a long time, then come back, they are not getting... Yeah, it, you, you can't expect to upload a video and get 10,000 views on it. It just won't work. Because it's not because they don't want to watch it, it's because YouTube just buries you. Yeah, and only the... But the subscribers get it, right? They are just... No, subscribers don't get it anymore. What? Yeah, the subscription thing on YouTube is, is dead, I mean. Yeah, there's literally no point in subscribers. Yeah. Not that you should not do it, because obviously awards and numbers, but <laughs> if you subscribe to a YouTuber, I think what YouTube realizes is that people subscribe to channels a lot. I don't, How many subscriptions do you think you have on your channel? Because yeah. I know that I've got over 100 subscriptions to other channels, and I don't watch 100 channels. Around. That's why they, they, they made the bell icon, so that you actually get notified for when uh, you upload. Yeah. And I think that works. That's... It's, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's better that way because it's like a double subscriber. It's like, yes, I want, I like this guy and yes, I want to watch him every time he uploads. Where the subscriber is more like, yes, I like this guy. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to watch him all the time. I don't know. I, I, I wish YouTube would kind of organize the channels more like Netflix organizes different shows because uh i'm subscribed to a lot of channels and they maybe upload stuff but i don't want to watch it right away because i don't feel like it or maybe the video is very long or whatever right and then but you then, might not see it ever again yeah exactly you you never see it again because your subscription box is like flooded with shit uh so i put everything on like watch later and then i have like a huge watch later list <laughs> with like 500 videos and i can't find them again uh, either yeah. so this is this is really kind of a broken system i don't know also the subscriptions are really broken i mean every time i look i feel like i get a different result and not because new videos have been added no like the same videos like the order is different or like one video is missing that i get on a different device if i go into my subscription box it's weird and youtube also removes subs from people's channels yeah you can see it in the analytics of because I think uh, I was looking at my analytics the other day and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uploaded, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I don't know how YouTube did this, right? I don't know why they did this, but I can't believe that people did this, if you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I uploaded, I uploaded my, uh, I've been doing a steady slope of maybe six, uh, 40 to 70 subs a day while I've been gone. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy like. But then when I uploaded my coming back video, I lost 74 subs. <laughs> Like the unsubscribed, 74 people unsubscribed. 
Hmm. And I'm just like, there's no way 74 people unsubbed. The YouTube must have done it. Isn't it because, uh, I mean, like, it, maybe it's because people subscribe to you? Like, I don't know, like years ago or something, and they, you know, they completely forget it and they don't care anymore, and then they your video pops up in their subscription, and they just... Yeah, but I don't believe that people do that. They just don't watch it. They don't go through... Because if it pops up in their box, that means they have to click on the video and then unsubscribe, and I just don't think people do that. By the way, that's... They just yeah, don't watch that's it. that's true, that's true, because I just looked at my subscription thing, and it's... Yeah, I, I just don't watch these videos. <laughs> exactly. You don't you don't go in there and unsubscribe though. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to unsubscribe most of. The... I Actually, don't know. I've just noticed there's a banner on my channel. It says in February you gained one point five thousand subs, a bit less than usual because more people unsubscribed from your channel. And it's like, no, they didn't. You unsubscribed them from my channel. They didn't do it. <laughs> but, hmm. Hmm. YouTube. So I don't get it. Yeah, so videos that drove the most. Uh, yeah, there's no way that that's people doing it. I don't believe that. The first free vi- the vi- the free videos that I upload after coming back are the ones that made me lose the most subs. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I can only think about that. They, I don't know. They, they wasn't sure why this is in their subscription, but I just don't think people go through the hassle of clicking the video, which gives you my view. And then no subscribing. Boss point. But I don't know. I don't know YouTube, and I don't even think YouTube know YouTube since it's ran by a bunch of AI now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was we, a big topic. <laughs> did we run out of uh, stuff to talk about here? I think I think that might be it for my updates, which has managed to somehow take up fifty minutes. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, that was kind of the plan to just go a bit off topic, chat about things, because that's a cool thing. That's the idea of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So here comes my part, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It feels like that we... Yeah. It's hard. As as we said before, it's still hard to come up with topics. uh, because They'll come up with themselves. Come up with topics. I mean, for me, they just happen. Exactly. Yeah. We've just spent 50 minutes talking about whatever came up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I, I wrote up... You finished your Android course. Yeah, I wrote up a few things. <laughs> I finished the Android course uh, and... Oof. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I can tell you that I probably understand it uh, in a way, but uh, to, to give you the exact statist- statistics uh, I started at January 20 t- 22nd and I finished that more, uh, no, February 28th so it was like one month basically so uh, I mean it took a long time and uh, I at this uh, there were points where I could only do one uh, starting to get to the end of the course the day the lessons were starting to get longer and longer and you could only do one uh, per day and you know yeah that, that's what i realized we were talking about that with space and that uh, the whole android thing is is a uh, is a bit like you have to google it every time you use it because you know it's not like uh, logic completely 
But if you want to, for example, let's say you want to make a list, which you can, people can scroll. You think it's like easy to make a list. It's, it's not that easy. There are like a lot of components, uh, which you have to set up. And for all of those components and classes, you have like functions and then, uh, you have like, you, you implement another class and you have to behave in, in a way which Android expects you to behave. So I don't know, for example, you have to return stuff that Android expects you to return and, and all of that. And that can be, uh, yeah, that, that is something that you can just, I don't know, memorize by logic. So if, I don't know, if later I want to do something like that, even though I finished the whole thing, I, I finished the lessons where they talked about it, I can't do it because I'm not sure how the functions work, how, you know, what function gives me what, how should I return. So I just, I would just have to Google it all over again. But I don't know, I guess the, the point of the whole thing was that I could get like a more full understanding and uh, yeah, that, that worked. So yeah, it was, it was interesting, interesting thing, but at the end it started to get a bit boring, but the, they're not boring, but uh, a bit, I don't know. I felt like, you know, it's not, they can't really explain it anymore because it's just getting like too, too intense. And they are just like giving me random examples of stuff you can do with the Android SDK. So yeah, well, welcome to the world of Java where everything is a class inherited by a class inherited by a class. Some somewhere in the middle <laughs> is an interface, but that is also using an interface of an interface of an interface. And the class names get bigger and bigger until they barely fit on one screen. Yeah. It's really weird for me coming from Python and stuff like that. Yeah, I just you know, everything is a class and that's just, the whole, the whole concept is weird. It's spaghetti code in objects. Yeah. Or in classes. <laughs> it's still spaghetti code. Yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. Uh, Android is quite weird. Uh, not like iOS would be any better or any kind of more complex system like this. Uh, I get why it is that way. But I don't know. It's not beginner friendly, I would say. Yeah, it's it's really not. Uh, our, I mean, you have to... You have to have like a good base Java knowledge for it to work. And I don't have that. But still, the point was doing this uh, Android uh, course was not to, you know, become an Android developer, just to understand it a bit more. And uh, now then I can uh, use it for more uh, of the bug bounty stuff. And then I can learn more about the Android security. And, you know, to learn about the Android security, you first want to, I don't know, get the basic understanding. And uh, yeah, I kind of got that. So I think it, the, the, the whole thing was working fine, so I got what I wanted. But uh, but still, it's it's not something that you learn in a month. I think <laughs> it takes a lot of time, and you have to practice a lot if you want to become like a real Android developer, yeah. or you have to just write your code in JavaScript. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Na- native script. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's it's fun concept. I'm not sure how that works, but what what a pain in the ass to convert that to to actual uh, actual uh, Java code. It's just mm. probably terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> whatever. So um, 
Yeah, but so what uh, what I actually did, it's the Android uh, developer fundamentals course or course or yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's made by Google. So it's not like some sketchy Udemy thing or like uh, where you have to buy it and you get like a video series. It's really interesting because no one was really talking about this. I just Googled Android uh free course or something and this came up and it was from google so i was like you know why not try it and uh yeah it it's it came it came out great because uh you know it's, it's from google they understand it the most and then it's like updated all the time so and it's interactive so you are doing it and while you are reading it and uh you know it gives you the code samples and stuff so yeah it's actually it's actually a great thing. And I think it was better than doing it from a video. I remember I had a Udemy Android course and every time I started it, like, I don't know, uh, once in a year, I had like the motivation that I want to learn like Android and I and buy both an Android course, like, I don't know, five years ago or something. <laughs> and then, you know, I opened up the Udemy tutorial and the guy started doing some crazy shit in Java, like, Okay, then we are just going to make a request to like, uh, I don't know, something. And making yeah. a web request in Java is is like already... I, some... I was there. Was was at the same point as you. I, I Like years ago, I tried to start learning Android and uh, I, it's just not beginner friendly at all. Yeah, and, and the guy in the video, you know, is like saying that, oh yeah, then... Uh, we are just gonna check you know if you press this button and that's how you do it and he starts writing like i don't know like 20 lines of code oh yeah and this is the listener and now put <laughs> inside of it yes, this is exactly. what happens when you click and and you're just watching it and like okay you know i don't know if uh yeah it's hard but java isn't fun yeah, and combine it with like the whole SDK, and uh, it's it really becomes like hard to, uh, yeah. And that's the thing you can't logically learn it. You have to memorize how the classes work and how to implement stuff. But yeah, still for me it's like weird, weird concept that um, everything is a class. Welcome to the world of object-oriented programming. Yeah, I have to learn a lot more about that if I want to use it, like, effectively. Yeah. Because as you said, it can get a bit more, I don't know, it can get really bad if you <laughs> if it, you become too object. Yes. In object, in object. Yes, there are cases where object-oriented programming just doesn't make sense, Um which is why I hate Java, because it doesn't give you a choice. And now they slept on some features so you can do functional programming. Doing air quotes here. Because uh, for me, this is not functional programming. This is not a functional programming language. It's uh, just go away, Java. Just go and die somewhere, please. Did Jesus. you notice that uh, the new Java is paid? Paid? Yeah, if you if you look at the uh, Java Development Kit eleven, what? Yeah, what do you have to pay for? 
Uh, I can download it. Where? Yeah, but it's the actual uh, J G D G D K, not the Open GDK. The Open GDK is free. There is the Java SE Development Kit 11. Can download it on the Oracle page. I mean, is there? Uh, there's like an enterprise thing. Yeah. Uh, so the thing that is that. It says that uh, if you if you want to put your app into production, I think to put a Java app in production, security need to either pay Oracle. Right, Java SE subscription. What? Yeah, it's, it's getting paid. It's getting. It's paid. a simple, low-cost monthly subscription that includes Java SE licensing and support for use on desktop servers and cloud deployments. Oof. They are they are uh, oh, per desktop two dollars fifty per month. Yeah. <laughs> Your company could go for the commercial plan and uh, the commercial commercial plan costs uh twenty five USD per month per processor. <laughs> Why? I don't... I don't know. Why would I pay? It's not you that will play, pay, it's the companies. Yeah, okay, I as a company making a Java app. Okay, there's the first mistake, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but okay, let's say I, I really need to make a Java application because a customer wants that. Then I have to pay for every PC my customer is going to use it on? Or what? I don't know the whole... I don't think it... I'm reading now on an article and it's things like support, I believe, in a production environment. Yeah, it's the long-term support. Yeah, so I think if you use the free version, you just have to rely on basically Stack Overflow. <laughs> yeah, okay. And things like that. Fair pay, fair, fair, yeah. It's still weird that they are making Java paid. Oracle is a weird company anyway. Try to avoid it. Yeah, the same thing. What happened with MySQL? <laughs> Feel bad that we are talking about stuff that we are not actually... MySQL is replaced by Maria SQL yeah, or something, e right? The Maria or MariaDB. But uh, MySQL is still there, but it's paid now, right? It's paid now? In what way? In what way is it paid? I no, use it every it... day. No, no, no. You're, is it your Mongo... You're oh, MongoDB. No, you're using MariaDB, right? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, it's MySQL. still... Uh, the, the, the thing is that um, you think maybe you have MySQL installed, but it's actually running MariaDB. Yeah, MariaDB. Oh, right, yeah, yeah that, make, that makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm running. Yeah, but yeah, MySQL is paid. And what do you get? Where is it paid? It? <laughs> what do you get for that? Is it all just the support plans? Yeah, I think I don't know. It's Oracle doing the weird shit again. Uh, How to? So let's have a look. <laughs> yeah, we yes, are I accept all the cookies. Uh, I know Yay! <laughs> we what are the hell? Two thousand dollars a year. Yeah, but yeah. the enterprise edition. <laughs> <sighs> That's five, and the cluster you can buy it just for ten thousand. So if you're in enterprise, you get wow. enterprise dashboards, but this stuff exists. 
and backups and security. Okay. What the fuck? What's the difference to the free version? Is Does the free version still exist? Well, it wouldn't it be Maria DB? Yeah, I think it became, uh, since Oracle uh, bought the whole thing, uh, MariaDB just like went on. But but I thought, isn't MariaDB also owned by Oracle? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You are opening a can of worms here. <laughs> MariaDB. <laughs> I, I know MariaDB is, uh, I think it's running on default on like Linux PCs made by now. the it's original still, it's still using like the MySQL commands but it's MariaDB running in the background well that's why I was confused because when I deploy a LAMP stack I'm pretty sure I type uh, install MySQL server yeah here but it is so no, mean... no you are installing MariaDB but it behaves exactly like MySQL so even the tables yes. and everything is named MySQL well I feel I feel stupid <laughs> yeah, I wait, had the wait. same thing because I uh, when I was doing my stock market app thing I heard that MariaDB is like the, the newer version and that it's faster and has some features or whatever so I was like oh how do I install it until I realized that I already have it installed it was running wow. the whole time it's just you you see the MySQL commands and stuff, but it's actually running the MariaDB. It was installed. Actually, they have a, like a little dig at uh, MySQL. This is one of the most popular database servers made by the original developers of MySQL, guaranteed to stay open source. <laughs> We're not going to do it. During the acquisition of Sun Microsystems by Oracle, some of the senior engineers who were working on the development of MySQL felt that there is a conflict of interest between MySQL and Oracle's commercial database, the Oracle database server. And as a result, these engineers created a fork of MySQL code base and started their own organization. And that's how MariaDB was born. <laughs> uh, I see. Is it still independent? Look, I don't know. This is an article, uh, kind of an old, I guess. It's written in C++. I like it. No, it's not old. <laughs> but yeah. Well, uh, I mean, so it the works. point is that uh, it's somehow MariaDB is the one that uh, went on being open source. And I don't know what happened to MySQL. It's just weird. MySQL Community Edition. Why is there even... I'm guessing that came after MariaDB. MySQL coming... You know, why... Since when? MySQL was an open source thing. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Well, at least it's not Microsoft SQL because that's crap. <laughs> we have to use that for some stuff at work and let me tell you. And you know, I, I know how if someone knows it better than us, it's going to be super triggered listening to the podcast well the fact that we didn't know that yeah probably <laughs> we don't know shit about this stuff yeah, some people are gonna be well, so triggered and pinging me on my server yeah it's Sorry. like oh actually space on yeah. uh, uh, this and this and this <laughs> well, and we're like yeah what? we don't have a clue <laughs> shut up we're not we're not google we don't know everything yeah pretty much yeah so this is just like something that I don't know. Maybe probably other people also uh, were confused by. I mean, what the fuck just happened? I remember I wanted to install MySQL and uh, I don't know something was weird that it was installing MariaDB in the uh, you know APT get or yeah. ATP 
so uh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but if I type, you can't blame us because if I type app get install mysql dash server, and then at the end of it, I can use sql command uh, mysql commands, and it looks like mysql, it feels like mysql. It's my why would why <laughs> then why would I suddenly think oh this is my ADB? <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it explains it when uh, because uh, MariaDB is a fork of MySQL, and they wanted to keep yeah. the uh, yeah back, backwards compatibility and that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's just technicalities, and it? it's it's technicalities for technical people. What you're not ever. actually using MySQL; you're using MariaDB. So I don't care. <laughs> it's free as long as it's working. Exactly. Anyway, we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> we keep going on long tangents about stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, but this is boring as databases. <laughs> yeah. That was... Yeah, that somehow we got there from my Android developer uh, experience. Yeah, Oracle is shit. Uh, that's the TLDR of the story. Yeah. Okay, oof. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> actually, I use Arch. <laughs> actually, I work for Arch, <laughs> and I can say that. <laughs> yeah, no one uses that. And they also use Vim for text editing. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> what else can you say? There is a really cool Twitter account. Uh, the I use Arch, and they they put up like memes about Arch people <laughs> and it's super funny uh i just don't know i just don't know what's the name but that's that's like a super funny meme <laughs> by the way i use arch <laughs> okay i'm just it's at arch linux memes if anyone is interested i think i saw that before going there now <laughs> You can prepare your timelines to just be full as I start retweeting stuff. <laughs> and, be, and the thing is that there is a comment in Arch Linux is the when you do an update, and then the whole thing just fucks up as I as I uh, experienced from the meme page. So it's like updating Kali <laughs> Linux. You're just don't because it's gonna fuck up. Well, it's uh, like Paradox, dude. Yeah, ParadoS. ParadoS, the worst. I updated it and then it won't boot. We had this on the C3. But that that's that's not an issue with ParadoS. That's something. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was, but I was running the laptop in recovery mode the whole time <laughs> on the conference. <laughs> <laughs> that was working perfectly, no issue. But I couldn't boot into the normal mode anymore and I have no idea what was wrong. I just, you know, it was like, hey, you haven't checked for updates in a long time because I just installed it, you fucking idiot. Anyway, I clicked on download update. I installed everything, rebooted. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 you shouldn't. That you don't, you don't update. You don't reboot. It, no, it, yeah, I mean, you don't reboot and you don't update. If it's working, then why would you? Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Don't, don't paradise, guys. It's fancy. It's cool, but uh, it will fuck you. Yeah, but yeah. Kali isn't better. Kali is like Paradox but lagging. <laughs> Just don't run them on bare metal. That's what I do. Yeah, 
always yeah that makes sense and virtualize yeah, everything yeah. run it in run it in the cloud on virtual and then you will never be fine you'll never have a problem yeah because yeah Kali is if you install it it's just not a good Kali as a part. service <laughs> now what you do is you deploy you de- <laughs> well let's not talk about that on the podcast <laughs> what oh, you do shit. is you deploy Kali you deploy Kali once take a checkpoint of it and then You've always got so when you inevitably break it, you can always go back to your checkpoint. Oh yeah, sysadmin yeah. tips with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Should make a video out of this. So if you want to break, if you break your OS fifteen times a day like I do, then introduce in virtual checkpoints. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what the... uh, are you using VMware? Uh, I've used VMware on this PC just because it's installed but I use Hyper-V mainly now okay just because it's also installed and I don't have a license for her, uh, for VMware at work not that I have a license for it at home either but that's beside the point Hyper-V yeah Is Hyper-V's built into Windows thing? yeah it's good it's really good really okay. really good in the, well in the industry you either use VMware or rather vSphere or you use Hyper-V. Interesting. I'm still the oh, noob one running VirtualBox. Yeah, don't use VirtualBox. Oh, that's garbage. That's, that's the worst. But it's free. It don't, even, it don't even work. It don't even work. Well, VMware Play is free, and that's just as good. And Hyper-V is free. No, a Mac, you, you, you don't have the VMware. Oh, well, well, yeah. What but that's, your, that's, VMware? that's your own fault. Oof. What? V- <laughs> VMware exists on Mac, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but know. you have to get some weird Mac addiction. I see. That doesn't sound very Mac. Oh, wait. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I use Arch. Have you seen... Oh, <laughs> no, that reminds me. Have you seen... There, someone uploaded a video of a... Um, of, like, a Mac data center. And it's the most retarded thing I've ever seen. What? They, like, have just... They just have loads of Macs in racks. Oh, I, I saw that. Have you seen it? Oh, did you watch it? Just be like, yeah. what? <laughs> you know, I don't know what, what, they, what they are using it for. It's probably these Mac data centers they Crypto are used mining. for. No, 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 no. This, this, it's <laughs> supposed to be for developers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is that you can't really build iOS apps on uh, Windows. But all the iMacs on the shelf, back to back. Oh, yeah, I laugh. know, I know. Because... Like, they're... because... <laughs> And the Mac Pros with the poor cooling, so they had to make their own cooling solution. Yeah, so the, in the video, it was like uh, there is a Mac data center where they have Mac Pros in the wall, like, you know, in, in racks on the wall. And there are like, I don't know, like 20, 50 Mac, Mac Pros, like the trash can, not the MacBook Pro, the trash can on the wall. And, uh, and you can rent it. It's like a VPS or like a server that you can run. And there are even iMacs. So there is the new iMac Pro. And there are like three iMac Pros on a shelf. And they don't even have like displays because are they removed or something? I don't know. But No, no, no. They were just they were just on there. Yeah. The entire iMacs were just on the shelf. But you could also With the rent screens the and everything. <laughs> so, yeah, you could rent the iMac. Yeah. But it's just... I just didn't get it. So why? Um... Yeah, I, I I think that's because uh, you kind of you can only build you know iOS iOS apps and stuff there. 
So, but surely if you'd you'd be using a Mac anyway, if you were building iOS apps. Yeah, but right. what if you have like some automated like testing, like I don't know, like shit complicated build when what big well, company? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it was still for it to see. <laughs> yeah, weird. They used to have Apple servers back in the days. That's still yeah. The, oh uh, yeah, like real Apple server. Yeah, like like the nineteen inch rack. Yeah, yeah. Even though they had their own, they had an iOS server built, didn't they? A server skew of Mac. I don't know if that still exists. I think it still does exist. There was a macOS, uh, like server edition. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not yeah, sure. That's what I, mean. I think they discontinued it, or yeah, it got discontinued. I think it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. Either way, uh, it was kind of dead a few years ago already. Like they just yeah. stopped putting effort into it they just updated it for a few years longer and then just slowly let it die until they yeah removed it and no one cared <laughs> like four people cried yeah oh no what <laughs> do i run on my server now that macOS server is gone uh linux like a normal person no, no one said ever <laughs> might drop <laughs> arch <laughs> yeah if you're edgy enough iCloud. <laughs> oh, don't even, don't even tell, don't even talk about that. Uh, you know my I servers re- run iCloud. You know what I really like? This is like completely different, but iCloud. When someone asks, like you know, ask, uh, they have an iPhone and they ask me about like, uh, do you know how iCloud works? And like, no, <laughs> no, I don't think Apple <laughs> Apple knows how iCloud works. The no, whole thing no. when you sync your photos on an iPhone. I just press sync and there is nothing, no progress. It, it's it's doing it. And <laughs> and you know, you want to see like, okay, is it on iCloud? Is it not on iCloud? Where how does it all There is nothing. There is nothing. You just turn on uh I don't know, photo stream and then yeah, it kind of goes up on iCloud, but it's still on your device, but sometimes it's not there. I don't know. It, it, iCloud is something that is like super complicated. And I yeah, don't think... Nice, nice proprietary software. Yeah. And no Which one... Not, not very nice. <laughs> I don't you think... You should definitely use Nextcloud. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Controversial. Look, uh, on the Mac Mini, they, they even have this picture on the products page. Yeah. This, this this looks like they wanna get you into thinking you can run this as a server. Yeah, so specific oh, Xcode server, cluster, actually. Yeah, right? Xcode server. Yeah, the, that's what, what I fuck? said. Yeah, because you have to you have to somehow build the apps. So you the the oh, Mac yeah, Mini is also that, focused, oh. I think, on being a server. Yeah, but this is stupid. But this look thing at is it. underpowered and has like yeah, shit just cooling. Look at it. <laughs> You and it's like shit it expensive. Itself. Like you don't want to run a server that ha- that that dies in like two years because the cooling is piece of crap. Yeah. Let me tell you, right? My server room is loud. It's so loud. And looking at that, I'm just thinking, yeah, that's that's got a one year lifespan. Yeah. And funnily enough, a one year warranty, and it'll die a month after the warranty. Oh well. <laughs> Unless you purchase their uh, enterprise support package, which costs. You for firstborn and a blood sample. 
Yeah. Uh, so the moral of that story: mo- don't you don't. don't Apple. Yeah, don't Apple. Don't enterprise Apple. Because <laughs> even even people that are enterprising Apple still have Windows and all Linux as the back end. Hmm. Win- don't Windows Server either, though. Uh, I have to detest. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I am a Windows Server fanboy. I have to be because I'm a partner. <sighs> Jake, I'm very disappointed. I'm sorry. I have to be. It's my only choice. It's how I do my job. Okay. And I get free Microsoft stuff for the end of my life. So. Is it because the clients uh, are afraid of using Linux? Probably. Right. It's mainly because we we manufacture Windows computers, so we can't exactly use Linux, because you need a Windows server to deploy a Windows image. Well, okay. that actually, no, actually, before everyone starts going crazy, if they know anything about this, that's a lie. <laughs> you can do it on Linux, I just haven't. Leave me alone. <laughs> Alright. It's definitely possible. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure what the moral is now. Moral is just use Linux. <laughs> but definitely not Mac. Come on. Ah, oh, don't get into... The, why, why are we getting into this? <laughs> no, we're not, we're not, we're not. Ah, uh, Jake, I, I will send you some nice no Apple stickers. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I need some because I got a new laptop. Yeah, great. Just uh, you, might, you might have to remind me, though. I, I, yeah. tend to I have a new address as well. I have a new address. How did you send them last time? Uh, how? In a letter. Well, I guess that, but I give you my address. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I have. Your I don't remember that. If somewhere. if if well, it's my old address. But if <laughs> if I if yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember Social if they just turned up. The art of human. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, don't say it on the podcast. <laughs> they can come to my house if they want. I'm never in. <laughs> But I just thought, I just I thought for a brief second there that I don't remember telling him my address. How did he get it? <laughs> uh, just scroll through through our Twitter DMs. Fair enough. Should be in there. Or did you just who is me? <laughs> Before I had protection, I did get doxed once actually. Oh, oh yeah, you you told us in the last episode. I think. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was before. <laughs> that was protection. fun being doxed. Too. Wait, what? Yes. How, how was that? Or one? Someone someone just put my domain name into who is and then. Put my address on Pacebin. Oh. Terrifying. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> but it got removed, so it was like, okay. It only had like a thousand views. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> David, you still have some things on your list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. Should we move on? Or <laughs> should uh, we I want, I want to know about this track in my life changed everything. Okay. Talk about that. Uh, I want to know what that is. Yeah, so uh, I'm just going to do the quick... Uh, so that now I finished the Android thing I'm planning to do some new things uh, I'm not gonna go in detail mainly because we don't have time and mainly because I don't want to go into detail because I'm not sure about these things yet there is no like real plan but uh, yeah I'm, I'm I want to make some new tools for the community Maybe specifically Yay. to the bug bounty community. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, because that was fun and I didn't really, I didn't really do that in a while. Like, you know, I wasn't making any tools a while, uh, since a bit of time. So 
Yeah, and why is it so difficult to say? <laughs> so uh, the thing, the point is that I'm, uh, I want to make tools because open source is is really cool, and I miss that. And uh, I also want to start something with YouTube and some kind of YouTube channel, and that that is the part that I don't want to go uh, into detail because. This is really not sure. This is just something that uh, I'm planning to do and I will talk about it more if there will be progress. I hope there will be. It looks like there will be, but uh, yeah. Do yeah. I don't know. Do it. It's, 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 uh, yeah, let me, let me talk about that in a later episode when I have more to talk about, but just putting it out there that, uh, David's gonna be a famous new hacking YouTuber. Hmm. Getting more subs than Jack. Hmm. Yeah. And me. But that's Good, not man. hard. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, okay, yeah. I, it's hard to get started, you know. Is it? Yeah. Uh, for me, at oh, least, yeah. I don't know. I just have this. I don't know. Yeah, even though I, uh, I know I shouldn't it, care about. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's hard to get started, but like not in terms of gaining numbers i think it's more like for yourself oh yeah it's it's or i mean yeah it's mostly a bit of debatable stuff or i don't know you're just you know not sure if you are also like caring you about other people's stuff it, it and will, you think it it's not, not not yeah <laughs> first first video will be crap but you will get better and better and better and yeah. Well, yeah. Look, look at mine. <laughs> yeah. Look at mine. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> look at all of my videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oof. Yeah. Also, yeah, I will try to. Yeah, because that's the thing. I'm not sure about the. I have a few ideas, but I feel like I would need more to get, uh, like properly get started because i i shouldn't get started with like just one or two topics or like video ideas so really why not i mean i could but uh <laughs> yeah okay yeah i i'm just making it more complicated so yeah that's something that i'm i'm planning to do so we'll we'll update more later about that so yeah and uh here we here is the last thing I, I wrote about my updates. This is not really an update, but this is an interesting thing. Um, I sent space on a video about a guy who somehow got into my recommended and it was into in my recommended for such a long time that, uh, yeah. After a while, uh, I just, yeah, I did watch it. And uh, it's, uh, the guy talked about how tracking his life was, uh, yeah, it cha the video is titled How Tracking My Life Changed Everything. And uh, at the moment, I can't tell you who the guy was, but yeah, I can because I just I just yeah, searched it on YouTube. It's Curtis Boaty, if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm probably not doing it. Um, so Curtis Boaty uh, has made this video and, and he talked about how he tracked uh, his mood. He's... Uh, sleep his uh listening data and 
I guess a bit a few more, but um, these were the core ones. And he talked about how he hated like uh, science when he was uh, I don't know teenager, and after that he kind of kind of started liking it. And um, and yeah, and he now captures all the data he can, and then tries to make like. Uh, you know interesting uh, statistics and stuff with using that and uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting because I also like to collect data about I don't know myself because uh, I have I have like an app for sleep tracking it's the sleep as Android and I'm using that for I think since uh, November or December because yeah, it all started with me buying. Uh, it's not all started because I al- always liked looking at like I don't know data and statistics. But when I bought a Mi Band, a Xiaomi Mi Band, uh, then I uh, yeah, I thought that you know it all it tracks your steps and you can use it with the Sleep as Android to track your sleep. So it's already a lot of data and. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of uh, somehow getting more info and tracking more stuff and not yet because I don't feel like I could do a lot with the data at the moment because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just noob to, you know, deal with, I don't know how to deal with data, but <laughs> that's, I don't know, people probably are learning that, you know, how to do like big data stuff and how to analyze and find uh, interesting patterns in like, big datas but uh, I think tracking everything is a pretty interesting thing because later you could use it to find some uh, interesting stuff because the guy in the video showed that uh, for example uh, he drank like I don't know one and a half beers in average a day and then that was not true because he was only drinking a few times a week but uh, you know if you drink two beers then in average it's gonna count for every day but then he looked at his data and he saw that drinking beer is not related with uh, he being happy so that's the point that using his data because he has like mood uh, data as well uh, he can match activities and like uh, music listening and sleep data and like steps data with the his actual mood and using everything you can somehow figure out stuff that uh you wouldn't figure out otherwise so you know maybe you will figure out uh something about when you the, there are days when you are happier than on other days and you will figure out why is that because you have all of the data that happened that day and you can analyze it I don't so know. he was using like an app which asked for like how happy you are. Oh yeah, the, I I also started using it because I thought why not after watching the video. Uh, it's called uh, Dailyo. Day That's the most uh, popular one. It's a bit hard to get used to because you have to uh, figure out a system that works for you. But uh, but yeah, I I use uh, yeah Dailyo is the one that he used in the video and that what now I have. It's basically. So does it track everything? Uh, who the guy or the app? <laughs> no, 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 the app. The Dailyo app. It's only tracks. You can add activities, like all of the activities you will do, uh, and then you can add the mood 
it 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 really doesn't matter. You can do it like you add the mood every night uh, after before you go to sleep, and then you select what you do what you did today, and then you select the mood like what was your mood today, and then you will have like a lot of stats about every day, like what did you do every day and how did you feel every day, and. Uh, that's already interesting because you have a lot of activities and then a lot of mood data. You can match that together and, you know, find stuff that, oh, maybe I was happy when I was, I don't know, uh, whatever, you know, you, you will, you will find some links in the data. And, um, that's one thing, but if you also have like other apps, like sleep as Android, where you track your sleep, like a Xiaomi Mi Band, where you track your steps and exercises, uh, theoretically, you could put all of that data together and generate some kind of database in which you can, you know, like find interesting statistics. And and something I, I uh, looked at yesterday, is that, you know, I, I thought that this is a lot of data and this is cool, but, you know, uh, other companies collect way more data from us than what these apps do. So I just uh, thought that, you know, you could you can download data from Google. So Google has a lot of data about, it has like complete data of what apps I use, how, much, how many apps I open the day, you know, how much I use them. So I thought uh, maybe you could also uh, download that data and, and, you know, add it to your, I don't know, your already date, big data set. And you can actually do that because of GDPR, uh, uh, you can download your whole Google data, like everything. So yesterday I downloaded the activities um, data, which includes... Uh, um, like the apps you opened on your Android device. And it gives you a JSON file with like, uh, for me, it's like, I don't know, multiple hundred thousand lines of code or like lines of J JSON data. And uh, I can just like look at it and see that uh, in, uh, in 2017, uh, at uh, I don't know. I I opened YouTube, and there's the date and second, and like a, like a ten hour, thirty five minute, and uh no, at <laughs> two p.m. ten minute thirty six point six seven seconds, I opened YouTube in twenty seventeen. So, and that's all your activity data, and also. Uh, because I downloaded the activity data, I have uh, I have a lot of stuff in it because I I got a zip file, and there is like a Google Cloud, Google Drive activity, Google Lens. So every image you you know Google Lens, it's like uh, where you make a photo and then it gives you like results about it. Uh, yeah, here here are all my photos that I ever took with Google Lens, and I can just look at all of it. Also, uh, there is a folder in which there are all of your OK Google, you know, uh, wow, uh, audio files. So I can just replay replay anything from I think yeah 2017. Uh, there is a voice file when I said OK Google. 
Does it play back to you, or is it just text? It's it's the audio file, so I can just open it and really, it's this yeah. is so creepy. Wow, I didn't realize that they. Well, I guess I should have realized really. Oh, you. But I didn't think that you'd be able to. I thought they just have the the transcript, but actually playing uh, the audio. Oh, you file. didn't know that's. You don't have to download it. Like uh, you don't have to export it. It's like if you go to uh, Google uh, audio history or something, then you can. Wow. There is a web interface for it, and you can look all of it. Manage Google Voice, uh, I think. Yeah, it's the myactivity.google.com. It's you have everything here. Yeah, including and this the, is this is why you shouldn't have Alexa or Google Home or Apple Home Kit whatever in your. Home. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, surely if because obviously the big conspiracy theory is that it's always listening. Surely you'd find it out is. by looking at my activity. Well, is it? It's it is it always listening. It's listening for OK Google, but. That's not online. Listening. It's not recording, yeah. is it? It's not recording. Yeah, but you don't on. know that. Yeah, but yeah, GDPR I mean, says that we should know that. Yeah, GDPR, but if uh, the NSA or whoever thinks like, but oh, the, uh, we that, suspect well, terrorists, uh, but terrorist look, look. here in this area, please hear Amazon, or maybe they already have the exploit so they can tap into your, uh, yeah. You, you just put a surveillance device in your home for free. Well, I don't. Have, I I agree. I don't have anything. And I think people who work in tech or deal with tech like we do, we don't have any of this crap. <laughs> we don't have any smart homes or Alexa or anything like that. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's like oh. I know. I don't. I don't. I, mean, you, I, I don't are you have, just, I don't are you just have... surrounded by Alexas? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Have, but at this point, if you if you think that the NSA is like listening to you, then the phone is pr- they probably can yeah. also listen to your phone. So at that point, it's not... look look at yeah. this. Uh, if you click on the second one, it, it should give you the list of uh, every OK Google you. Ever wow! Ever said it's in Hungarian. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I get well. My bit. But my bits are in English. The difference between uh, the phone and something like uh, Alexa. The Alexa is uh, plugged into uh, power. So on the phone, if you maybe have something that is continuously recording you, uh, you would maybe see a difference in the battery usage or something. Uh, you also use it you check the apps and stuff maybe you you know you have more control over it meanwhile you have no idea what's going on in that piece of iot that uh, is listening 24 7 it could record everything you don't you don't know what it is doing that's the thing (laughs) the phone it's a bit more uh, easy to spot if something weird is going on yeah I'm looking at my Google, okay, Google history, and there is one uh, that when I said PewDiePie or T series. <laughs> uh. Creepy. I don't know this whole um, yeah voice recognition thing. I mean, it's cool, but I would rather build it myself than I don't know send. All yeah, of I my get data that. I don't. Amazon. I'd rather build like all these things exist, but I'd still rather build it myself. Yeah, it's funner. And plus, a lot of it, like, but the thing a is, a lot of things you just want to put your stuff in it. A lot of stuff comes with extra stuff that you won't use. Yeah, but uh, look, the problem is that you, at this point, you're some. After a while, you are physically impossible to make better stuff than Google because they. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not saying that you make better, but uh, the point is that they use 
your voice and other people's voice to improve the voice recognition and they yeah, by exactly. having more data they are just getting better and better and better and yeah even well, it, it's like when google assistant's going to do phone calls and stuff like that oh yeah the when they when it schedules an appointment yeah that's yeah. cool the question is do you need it question is uh, is it ethical w- hmm. why is it not ethical what is it only, well? Are you saying it's not? No, no, no. Wait, there was there was know. a really big question that uh, came up uh, with the Google. The what was the name? Google uh, the Google call. Uh, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. Uh, so there was a really, really big debate. Google Duplex. Yeah, there was a big debate about the fact that should you say first that uh you know when when the other person picks up the phone should you say that he or she is talking with a robot or with an assistant or should you pretend to be a human and then the other other person is maybe maybe you are gonna you know i don't know to make the other person believe that uh he or she is talking with an actual human but he or she's actually talking with the robot I bet this is just an idea. You, are, are you two aware of the Turing test that they do on AIs? Mm-hmm. That's what Google is using this for. What? Hmm. Interesting. They, yeah, they they already they have an AI. They've done it, and now yes. they want to test it on people. And they're going to use the mass public to do the Turing test. So no, they won't tell you that you're talking to a to a robot because they don't want you to know. Because if after you know, 10 years, they come out and go, oh, by the way, all this time you've been talking of a robot and now we've got AI. That changes everything really, doesn't it? So they might be doing it as a big Turing test. Hmm. I don't know. What better way to do it than phone calls? But, okay, but, I mean, the actual, <laughs> the... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. The actual thing um, that people were triggered about is that... Uh, it's actually faking a human, so it's putting yeah. it's putting in the uh and the mm and the other sounds that that make that is actually lying to the other person that uh, that she's it's not actually lying, talking it's just with. Deceiving. It's impersonating a human. Well, that's what they want it to do. Yeah, but it's, the then, it's a virtual assistant. It's a Turing test. I bet it's a Turing test. <laughs> what is it? I I don't. A Turing test is what you do. If you're building an AI, you do a Turing test. And if you have a person speak to an AI, and if at the end of the test they didn't realize they were talking to an AI, then the AI has passed the Turing test. No. So what better way to do that than phone calls? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. It's probably already passed because a lot of people don't know. (laughs) So that's probably why they're not going to tell people. Yeah, but that's a fair question because... You know what would be the problem if if you tell them right away? So if if the I don't know the restaurant picks up the phone and then uh, uh, the assistant starts talking that hello I am I am not a human I am an assistant <laughs> and then of course the restaurant is gonna like put the phone down and like ah oh, fucking scammers <laughs> uh, <laughs> because who wants to talk with the robots right? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if you fake yourself being a human then you're actually 
faking it uh, and uh, the other part is gonna the other person is going to believe that he's talking with a human but he's actually not and uh, and you know if if he later realized that realizes that he's talking with a robot for like I don't know two minutes already then that's gonna be pretty shit or yeah Imagine if cold co- cold calling companies got hold of that tech. How many phone calls they could make a day, and not employ people? Yeah, that would be whack. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Indian scammers. Yeah, 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 exactly. They could make hundreds of thousands more phone calls a day, and it's just one big supercomputer, one big cluster, just making phone calls. But wait, wait, no more call centers. So the issue is that what if uh, people are, you know, uh, if this gets like super common and everyone is going to use their assistant to call people, how will you know that you are talking with a robot or or an actual human when someone calls you? Well, yeah. That's just going to be something that we have to get used to. <laughs> at this point, well, not us, not have, in our lifetime. <laughs> at this point, you could also have an ex, uh, ex, uh, assistant that um, picks up the phone. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> and know what then notifies happened. you about the appointment. What happens if? Well, they've uh, already got that. Then why the fuck? Yeah, but then you, you have like an AI <laughs> talking to another AI over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> why not just use, like an API at that point? REST API. To just like make a request to the hairdresser rather than like using the phone to call the other one, and then the other one has also has a AI which recognizes uh, humans the other like AI. like to have it complicated. And then a black hole opens and the world ends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, happy ending. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Back to my tracking my life. I think uh, video experience. So yeah, uh, I. That's the point that uh, I think it's really interesting that you could have like really interesting results if you combine all of this data that you can collect with like a mood data and stuff and then try to find, you know, correlations with like when, when, when or why you have been in a better mood or, you know, when your mood was worse, why was it? And, you know, if maybe you create like a neural network or something which can, you know, uh, I'm no expert here, but the point of that is to, you know, discover different like patterns in the data and put some kind of machine learning over this data. Then maybe you could get some really, really interesting results that you just wouldn't think about otherwise. So, yeah. And also, so in addition to all of these apps that you can collect data with, you have all of your Facebook data that you can export. You have all of your Google data that you can export and you can now basically export all your, all your data because GDPR. So yeah, you can have a lot of data to play with. And I don't know, that's something that I would, I think I, I would be interested to, you know, try out as like a project later. Not at the moment, but uh, yeah, it would be an interesting project later. So, yeah, that's something I I was thinking about lately. Alexa, export all my personal data. Yeah, she's Greet- my access denied. <laughs> Greetings goes out to all of the Alexa users at home. 
They listen to the podcast loud and now their Alexa goes crazy. Maybe they are listening to it through an Alexa because that's possible. You can, I think it works. If you say it to an Alexa that play Insecure Space podcast, it's going to work. Interesting. Wait, yeah, I can actually try it. I have Google Assistant here. Oh, that's okay. Whatever. Play Insecure Space podcast. Sure, insecure space. I'll pick up where you left off. Oh? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's buffering. Hello, and welcome to insecure ah! space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. So... It actually started the Jack Tutorials episode. What a coincidence, <laughs> right? NSA. How weird. <laughs> It's all a big conspiracy. But yeah, people can listen on, on Google Homes to the podcast. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm done with my updates. This is a really different episode than than how we do it most of the time. I'm not sure if this is a good or bad. This is good. Transition. This, this feels right. Uh, the transitions we have to work on those. Not the yeah, transitions, but, but the <laughs> the whole podcast that we are just talking about random stuff yeah it will be a long episode again but that's good that's great i mean yeah it's your part your part now that uh we both finished and now the space updates yeah space updates uh, so if you uh yeah uh if you listen to the last episode and you were already annoyed me talking about the hackerspace all the time prepare for some more hackerspace news uh, oh yeah, Jack, I've, you probably didn't listen to the last episode, I guess. Or did you? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm sorry. Yes. I listened two hours no, ago, no, so I couldn't remember what happened. And listen to it. No, no, I'm joking. Uh, so uh, we are building a hackerspace in this little town. And that's that's pretty much the end of the story. But, uh, but me and you have spoke about this. We must have spoken about it on Twitter. Uh, I tweeted because I knew you were doing this. No, I mean okay. you must have personally talked about it because I remember you saying. Oh yes, I think I mentioned it because yeah. uh, when you came back and I said basically, I said basically what I'm going to say now. Um, you should make contacts to like if you if you like you as a YouTuber, but also if you are building a hackerspace or anything in this uh, yeah kind of direction. Uh, build a community around you. Get get in contact with people. This makes it's the biggest difference uh, to make in this whole uh, yeah situation. Uh, even if you go on to conferences that are just business related, and you are building something community driven like a hackerspace, uh, it doesn't matter. Go there and and talk to people. Um, make make business contacts. Because uh, this is what uh, I'm, I will talk about now. Uh, last time I mentioned that there was this mini maker fair in Darmstadt and the embedded world. So uh, yeah, I just gotta start with the with the maker fair. So the the the, <laughs> the hilarious motto was IoT meets blockchain. <sighs> this is so bad. Uh, there was there's so much wrong about this uh, maker fair. It was the the first one there. And it was really small. That's why it was a mini maker fair. Maybe like 14 vendors or not 
yeah, if you can call those vendors more like booths from random people. Uh, and yeah, there there was there were like blockchain talks and this shit, but we just talked to basically everyone there. Uh, all of the little booths that they had, we talked to every one of them more more or less. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we skipped one or two, but those were boring anyway. So uh, none of those little booths were anything about blockchain at all. And there was only one uh, group that had something IoT related. So I don't know why they picked this hilarious, uh, weird, random motto. I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, uh, there was, for example, the uh, co-making space in Heidelberg, uh, which is a open, yeah, an open lab for every everyone that just wants to build something. Uh, they were there, and we talked to them, and this is like, this is so refreshing. Because uh, we just started this hacker space and we talked to people from the university and just getting people involved, just hyping people, you know. Uh, they have no idea uh, what the community is about, wh what it means to build such a thing, uh, what it, why this is important and what this is about. Because everyone uh, thinks of it as a, a service. Uh, you know, like if the... If there is a talk at your uh, at the university, you know you can that that's a thing you can go to. Uh, but the hackerspace is not like we offer a service. It's more like we offer an infrastructure where we can do different things. And this is exactly what they what these people from the co-making space wanted to do. They wanted to have like an uh, or they have now they have an open lab where every, everyone can uh, become a member and use their tools. They have like shit ton of tools there if you want to build something. This is more like make, make a, make a more, uh, more of a, uh, ah, <laughs> more of a makerspace uh, than a hackerspace. But it's pretty much the same. They had to face the same problems that they couldn't get funding because if you want to get funding or support, uh, you need to have a project. You know, no one is going to give you money just like that. If you say, oh, yeah, we just want to build something for the community where, every, where everyone can use it. It's like no one is interested in supporting that. I mean, private individuals may think this is cool and want to be part of it. But no business wants to support that, which is really sad. Uh, so after talking to people and uh, trying to convince people why the hackerspace is like a good thing, they all have the same kind of impression they are not really in in this whole scene and then talking to these guys that were really hyped about this that they made their dream come true and they did it just by themselves without any like support uh this was really refreshing really great and you see that this concept works uh there were also this uh, other thing lab three which they took a different approach uh, it's also more of a makerspace However, they took the startup approach. They they are actually a company and they want to get as much knowledge as possible uh, from different fields and they offer services to other startups if they want to build a product or whatever, do some experiments or research uh, that they can uh, work together and then they yeah, they they uh, finance their lab through that by helping companies and stuff. Uh, in the meantime, they still offer uh, makerspace for everyone that is interested to help them out. 
which is also an interesting approach. It's kind of like you still have an open uh, yeah, lab, an open makerspace, but you finance it over yeah, business contracts. Also, there was the hackerspace uh, from Frankfurt. Uh, I think we saw them on the C3, but I can't remember where they were exactly. We had some people from Frankfurt uh, sitting nearly uh, beside us on the assembly, but I think those were from the CCC Frankfurt, not from the hackerspace Frankfurt. There's a difference. <laughs> anyway, they were huge. They had like 50 members or something. I mean, not on the Maker Fair, but we talked to them and they showed a lot of stuff and crazy. Uh, they even got an experiment on the International Space Station. Like, they built their own electronics and they are on the space station now. Pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, pretty much we just talked to a lot of cool people and I can only... If if you're doing things like this, like a hackerspace and anything in that direction, uh, or, or even if you're just interested in this field, go to maker fairs and events like this. You meet incredible people uh, that you would otherwise, I don't know, never get in contact with, probably. Because uh, a lot of these people are maybe... They are, they are introverts, you know. <laughs> they are going to come up to you and talk to you about this stuff. So I'm here telling you that you should go and find these people and talk to them. Because uh, the next thing I want to talk about is the Embedded World, which is a conference for embedded stuff uh, in, in Nuremberg. Uh, and we were there for a day. Hashtag EU19. <laughs> Uh, this is like the total opposite. Uh, this is only business, uh, not hacker, maker related uh, at all. And uh, this was like only two, two, three days apart from each other, and pretty weird actually. If you come from a from a little maker, f uh, maker fair, uh, yeah, mini maker fair, and you talk to all of these cool people, and you 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 get the spirit of the community again. You know, you get this congress feeling again when you talk to these people. And then you go to this business con. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you only have like this. You have marketing everywhere. It's just people telling you bullshit the whole time. Um, however, it was kind of a fun experience anyway, because we talked to uh, yeah few cool people like there was Drew, uh, Drew Fustini at the BeagleBot booth uh, he yeah he works for Oshpark but also BeagleBot uh, BeagleBot are these yeah Raspberry Pi alternatives I guess just if you don't know them just google for it <laughs> I can't explain it very good um, but also it, in uh, it was interesting because when we went there uh, a fan showed up randomly. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm not sure how he recognized us. Um, maybe he recognized my badges or he recognized Fowl, who also had the Pengicorn badge out. Uh, but he was like, hey, you guys are the ones, the, the insecure people from the Congress, right? <laughs> was like really strange uh, running into a, like a yeah, fan, if you can call it that, uh, onto such a conference. And Drew showed us the new BeagleBot. We got some Oshpark stickers. Yay. Uh, he also told us that he's moving to Berlin. So we, of course, immediately told him about the hackerspace. And maybe he comes uh, visit us. And uh, yeah, this is why you should go to these events. Uh, we talked to... Uh, on the Maker Fair, we talked to other spaces. 
that we can now collaborate with. They know us now. We have their contacts. If we send them an email now or whatever, they uh, they they will know who we are, and they will remember us. And uh, yeah, you have a better chance of quicker response and just doing things together. As well as here, we met Rufustini and uh, we met this. Uh, oh yeah, the other guy was. I, I don't know his real name, but his Twitter handle is Cyphernaut, if you want to check it out. Uh, we told him about the hackerspace, and he was like, yeah, if you want support, we the BeagleBot sometimes offer like free boards or some support like that if you are working on a project. So, yeah, mm. we just take all the support we get. Um, but pretty cool. That, that was really fun talking to them this was again kind of the maker experience in a uh, full business world where everyone was just ma talking marketing bullshit and no one was like yeah it's like this it's like this impression it's like when you scroll through instagram and you see everyone with their happy lives <laughs> i think we talked about this before <laughs> yeah, but we it did, wasn't yeah. in the podcast no we did we did a full section on it was it Oh that yeah, right. In the right. beginning, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's basically it, right? On this uh business conferences, everyone is faking it. But then you go oh, to yeah, these definitely. these few uh people that are actually interested in what they are doing <laughs> <laughs> and not just wanna sell you shit. Uh that's so refreshing. So uh the next big thing was the seed booth. So seeds it's like Seed Studio, Seed Fusion, or what? I, I I don't know. They have like four different uh, sub companies. I walked to them. Uh, or I wanted to visit their booth because they were emailing me before because they have a new Wi-Fi chip. The uh, what is it called? W six hundred. And I was looking at the code they have online for the Arduino, and I was like, wow, this is the first chip that could actually that I could actually be using instead of the ESP for my kind of projects. The first Arduino Wi-Fi thing that is cheap, that is hackable. Um, spoiler alert, I have the modules here now and uh, I could get it working. <laughs> could get the Arduino code working, but I think they are still... Uh, it's not released yet anyway. They are releasing an Arduino port in, uh, I don't know, a month or something. Uh so I just gonna wait for that. Anyway, we uh, walked uh, walked by, and there was a maker from China uh, working f for them. And this this is like incredible experience. He got super hyped about us when I told him that um, uh, I was in contact with them because of the Wi-Fi chips. And then I have a YouTube channel and what I do. And I showed him the D offer, and this guy <laughs> went nuts. <laughs> he was like super hyped about everything. And we I don't know we talked for like an hour or something uh, uh, with him. It was crazy. Uh, he gave us like stickers, uh, uh, coupons and and stuff. He showed us everything. Uh, he even told me that he will send me the, the early prototypes that are not released yet uh, that they had on their booth about like with the new Wi-Fi chips on them uh, that cool. he will send them to me once the, the conference is over. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, they had uh, one board there which was not released and I still couldn't find anything online about it. So that would be actually pretty cool to get hands on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, this is this is great for uh, having like 
context to people like this because now uh yeah i can get into some corporations with them with the hackerspace you know yeah yeah that's great for the hackerspace definitely to get people who could help because yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I I made a con a list of contacts that we could maybe use for the hackerspace, and uh, I had seed on there already because like I don't know they email me once in a while asking for my YouTube fame, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I was never really interested until they sent me this with their new Wi-Fi chip, and I was like, oh, gotta check that out, hmm. and uh, yeah, it sparked my interest. But I, I wasn't really sure because you get this e email from these Chinese marketing managers. It's still kind of sketchy and you don't really know. Uh, you don't really know the people behind the company. Yeah? But uh, seeing them there, uh, we also briefly exchanged a few words with the other seat employees that were there. Uh, they are pretty cool. And they are definitely up to a yeah, good mission and not only making money, making money, making money, but they are seriously interested in the community behind it and working together. So yeah, that would be cool if we could work together with them in the future, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much the, the biggest highlight. By the way, uh, a few other highlights. Uh, <laughs> we got a free STM32 board, yay. Uh, their DigiKey had little, a little casino built there, uh, really weird. So we walked by their big big booth and uh, there were these women handing out everyone that walked by these coins. that you And then you can go to a, um, they had these, these casino machines, like the, uh, what's it called? Like one-armed bandit, you, you throw in yeah, a coin. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Uh, I won every time. <laughs> every fucking uh we had this joke going on then uh that we are all like we have gambling addiction and stuff because we kept going back to that booth because <laughs> because we were just walking by that booth again and again uh we were kind of walking around randomly but every time they gave us more coins if we wanted or not <laughs> so we came back and played and every time i won every time but it's not like i won anything useful it's uh, they also had these claw machines but you you would get like one of like a soft ball uh, out of it like uh, i don't know a weird thing like like these stress balls you know mm -hmm. weird <laughs> nothing useful and on the on the um uh, one uh, one armed bandit thingies uh, i won every time as well but just like these shitty multi-tools uh like not like not like a Swiss Army knife multi tool, but like just a piece of metal that is like a screwdriver, but also a bottle opener <laughs> thing. Uh, and every time I won, the the fucking machine was broken, and I ha I had to ask one of those women, <laughs> and then they gave me the the fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, there was nothing about DigiKey there. DigiKey sells like a lot of electronics. I thought maybe if you win on these machines, you get like a random piece of electronic, you know, like a random development board or something. That would be fucking awesome. No, they just gave out these shitty things, but whatever. I still have one of the coins left <laughs> to get hmm. back home. I thought the coin is more fun to have uh, than a smelly ball and a multi-tool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, we also won on the Elector 
booth. Uh, I won the most useful thing, a book about Android development. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it could be actually useful. It's for developing apps for Android, but uh, in the sense of you want to make an app that connects to your Arduino or Raspberry Pi. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's... And it's not that big. It's 200 pages. Oh, yeah, when actually, you have a goal, good. that's probably easier than just like randomly Android development. I think that could actually be a useful book. Uh, the other guys won uh, like random kits, really like for children, starter kits with electronics and Arduino stuff. <laughs> but also great for the hacker space because we need stuff to teach the uh, <clears throat> plebs from university that have no idea uh, of, sh- of how shit works. Yeah, I would also, I would also. do stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, TLDR, uh, businesses are weird and no fun. But just the seat and uh, Beagle board booth was worth the trip, I think. Plus the, the, the free birch we got <laughs> from the other vendors that were there. But yeah, it's cool. And it's it's really refreshing going to, like talking to these people. EU 2019. You t- yeah, I, I don't know if I will go again, really. Maybe if there are, again, some cool people I want to meet. And mm-hmm. the thing is, the, the conference is free, more or less. I mean, it's 25 euros, the entry, but you, you can get like a voucher code that gets you in for free everywhere, really everywhere. The, the embedded world uh, Twitter account itself was tweeting out voucher codes that you could use to get in. And these this is like one voucher code that, you can use again and again and again what so, so you have to you buy a ticket with the watcher as well here yeah oh. yeah but uh no 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 you can buy a ticket but with the voucher it's free oh it's uh i should say coupon okay. not voucher <laughs> yeah and so so the goal is not to get money from the people visiting but from it's the weird. They, I think they, uh, they live out of your data. Or That's also the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because if if you register and get your ticket, you have to give them everything, like your name, your address, where you work for, what the fields you're interested in. You know the com the company name. What is your position there? How long have you been working there? Everything you. Yeah, but you know. how do you? Or don't hmm. they? Uh, get money from the people who have their little their little booth yeah yeah yeah, sure but that that won't do it i mean look at other conferences that they take money from vendors Mm -hmm. but they still demand a pretty high entrance fee so they have to live off something else you know they have to finance they have to have another yeah Mm -hmm. uh, revenue there and that's your data and that's pretty shit also the um the vendors there that all give away free shit. It's not really free. You know, they scan your ticket uh, before you play uh, their little gambling uh, thing. Oh, the DigiKey people didn't do that. I uh, That was really cool. That's why we kept going back. <laughs> but, uh, like, you you can go to the uh, ST... What is it? Microsystems? Micro, whatever. The STM guys. You get a free STM32 development board. 
mm-hmm. uh, you could only get one because they were scanning your ticket. And when they are scanning your ticket, they get all your personal data. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting it for free. You're paying with your data. And really weird to see a conference full of serious business people, you know, old white men in suits mm-hmm. going nuts about free shit and, and paying with their, free da- with their data. Yeah, that's what uh, Cody talked about. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. The DNS, free DNS stuff. Yeah, but to be fair, the uh, the companies I gave my data to for free shit, they have it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm already registered on, on most of their pages, so... Or ordered something from them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah... Uh, also everything was IoT there but there was barely any talk about security that should really uh, scare you I mean they don't care about security at least it's not a big thing they just care about hey IoT look plug and play great right I mean for the business that's what's important yeah Amazon has uh, not Amazon. My, uh, my Microsoft has this Azure Sphere thing that is built to be like an all-in-one IoT solution with the clouds and everything uh, built on security. And all these other companies are doing the same thing, but without security. <laughs> sure, you probably have more options. You can use whatever cloud you want to use or build your own thing upon it. Uh, but yeah, that's that was weird. It everything was industrial, you know. You see, you see Arduino boards, uh, really sketchy, uh, and then you see the same shit as industrial, and it's just the same hardware in a black box. Hmm. Suddenly, it's industrial. Yeah, yeah, but they are using the same. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Look, yeah, so many uh, booths were selling computers there, just computers. They. Uh, they, of course, they don't say, oh, we are selling computers. They are saying, oh, we sell uh, custom, highly advanced industrial uh, solutions for your manufacturing process or some shit like this. But essentially what they're doing is uh, they put PCs together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe some of them have custom mainboards uh, or something, but it's just little PCs put in a nice case, put some I.O. on there that wouldn't be on a normal PC. You know, because some machines need parallel or whatever ports. Mm. That's it. And suddenly it's industrial PC and you paid it double the price. Yeah. (laughs) Weird. Weird, weird, weird. Um, But yeah, I will be going to the, probably to the Maker Fair Ruhr, which is in Dortmund. Uh, on the 23rd and 24th of uh, March. So, yeah, it's already March. So, this month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this will be hopefully a bigger mega fair. It will be a me- bigger mega fair. They said something about 60 booths or something there. Oh. Compared to like 10 in, in Darmstadt, it's going to be a big change. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, just make just going around making contacts right now to build this this hacker space uh, also we just announced today that our next meeting will be next Thursday yeah 
So next time we will record, I will probably have some some updates on that. And the Arduino day is also happening. So yeah, that's pretty much on my updates. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have comments, questions. Oh, uh, I don't think I I don't think I have. Yeah, <laughs> it's really. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. I, I I guess I will just continue uh, keeping you up to date, like in the podcast of what's going on. Yeah, I it's think great. It's the hackerspace experience is also interesting to see how it, you know, transforms. Yeah, it's in very early stages now, but it's so cool to have um, so many people involved already and. Yeah, making use of the contacts I have in the community. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's great. And yeah. Oh yeah, David, we talked about it. You should come by sometime, give a talk. Ah, uh, yeah, that would be fun. Hey, be possible, definitely possible. If, if yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's something that we will have to plan. But yeah, uh, yeah. that's not something we do tomorrow or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah next podcast is at the hackerspace but that would be fun to record a <laughs> podcast at the hackerspace yeah <laughs> yeah it's i have to say uh the there are multiple challenges uh, here one is getting people involved like getting mem like getting yeah getting men members for the hackerspace you you need to get those people hyped then you also need to convince uh authorities like if we want to start this in the university we need to talk with the university people so whatever whatever those are we talk to the the Asta, which is like the general so student association thingy i i don't know if that translates very well but they have their own room and we will use that and we talk to them and they were pretty positive about us um but you also you have to convince those people because maybe okay may, maybe some people are in the position to straight up rent a place to start a hackerspace but i think most aren't so they will most likely start either as like an open group where you just uh, meet occasionally and get drinks or something those spaces exist as well but that's kind of boring that's not what we want we want to really meet and work on stuff so we need a room at something like our university so you need to talk to those people and you need to convince them. And those are not easy to convince, especially because you need to get this message around that uh, it is, a, yeah, you need to make clear why this is important, uh, what it is, uh, and that it's not something, something you can plan really, because they want a clear concept. But there is no clear concept to this. This is just we want to meet and whatever we do depends on the people we get into it. It's not like, yeah, next week we're going to do just this 3D printed project or whatever. And we need this kind of money and this kind of space and this kind of tools for it. That's what they want to hear. So they have like a clear picture of what's going on. But that's not what a hackerspace can deliver. It's just building infrastructure getting getting whatever tools people can give us 
getting as much people involved as possible, uh, getting a space that is dec that is decent enough, and that we are some kind, yeah, uh, mostly independent uh, from other people. It's kind of hard to explain this uh, to, yeah, people that have no idea what the community is about and that never were in a, on a maker fair or in a hacker space or in a maker space or anything like that. Uh, I started working on a talk about this actually. I want to give a presentation and then invite like the university people and other other people to just get the message across. And then you still have the problem uh, you need to advertise yourself. Not only getting members locally like going talking to people on your university or whatever or just getting your friends involved uh, you need to get your social media and just online presence straight you need to get a good website online you need to get twitter facebook okay we don't have facebook i think we gonna skip the whole facebook part but i don't know instagram or whatever uh get an email make a discord irc whatever you need to set up everything and manage it properly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things that, yeah, it's really, really late here. <laughs> and everyone is getting tired, I think. <laughs> Sorry, I have been talking for too long. Yeah, no problem. It's just, it's hard to reflect on these after two two and a half hours yeah yeah we are actually right at two and a half hours we are just no, that's okay that's like a usual yeah we are just length. one two that's a good length it's a good length <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oof. anyway we'll keep you guys updated and yeah we'll see where this goes but it's it it became my life now, kind of. <laughs> it really. Yeah, now you're really going has. to all of the events and stuff. Yeah, but it's great. Uh, it gives you a reason to go to these events and talk to people. Yeah. You know, on, on the Maker Fair last year in Hanover, I didn't really talk to many people or to people at all. <laughs> I was just going around enjoying what they, what they built. And that's it. I mean, I don't have to know everything about their project or whatever but now i have a motivation to talk to these people and i want to know everything about their stuff because it's always something interesting behind it even if someone just builds a random project or whatever if if that person has a booth on the maker fair then he has some kind of thing running and i want to know about it like some kind of community behind it maybe he has a shop or something or he made like multiple projects that are interesting he has some kind of uh, yeah social media presence whatever it can be useful to be in contact with that person so i'm yeah gets me into the position to talking to all of those and it gives interesting perspective and you meet a lot of cool people yeah like this random guy from Seeds Seed Studio. <laughs> he was really hyped. He uh, wants us to go to Shenzhen and then give us a tour of their factory and headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> you should be vlogging that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. If we go to China, then yeah. 
we'll probably visit their uh, headquarters. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. They uh, tweeted some pictures and stuff. They they occasionally give uh, tours around their their building and what they do. Looks pretty cool. China is really China. cool. <laughs> China. Definitely should visit sometime later. All right, should we wrap this up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if no one else has got anything to add. I don't think so. Um, I finished everything. Well and truly exhausted. Well and truly exhausted. <laughs> like after every podcast. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it's every time when we finish this. You know, listening to it in multiple parts is probably. You, you don't realize, but we record this at once, and you know, you have to, yeah, yeah, it's intense. But when you chop it all up, though, you get a nice product at the end, yeah. Cool. So, Space Sun, did I talk too much? No, okay. nah, <laughs> I take this as a <laughs> no, 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 it's uh. It's just I can't really add too much to it because I don't really know much about it. Yeah, same here. It, it's it's pretty yeah. much your. It's a very new thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's your domain, isn't it? It's your domain. But yeah, interesting what will happen with the hacker space because you basically started from from nothing. So. Yeah, right now a lot of stuff is happening. So I guess in the next episode I will always have a lot to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Once it's really running, I, I guess there won't be much to talk about. Because I mean, then it's just the same again and again, or just occasionally some cool projects popping up. Okay, but yeah, yeah. But you right now it's just it. right now it's just a lot of stuff happening. Also, events. So if you go, oh yeah, I, I'm not sure on which day I will go to that make a fair in in uh, Dortmund. Uh, still in planning uh, but yeah uh, ping me on the discord or s- f- on twitter if someone listens to this and is visiting that mega fair oh, I, f- I just tw- I will tweet it out anyway so yeah whatever uh, <laughs> I just gotta go over and thank our patrons uh, Adrian, Eric, Jendrik, Kerry and Textmate who is still my patron I'm, I'm amazed thanks Textmate <laughs> So this is usually the part where David goes yeah. on and tells yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah. to give uh, feedback. This is usually the part. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but uh, I think I might keep it a bit shorter, this episode. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah, I, I really, really, really got tired. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm talking to you uh, <laughs> who is listening to this podcast uh, and you probably think you are not uh, unique because you listen to the whole thing but definitely you are because this is a really really long podcast and you should be definitely proud of yourself if you if you listen to the whole thing because yeah um, uh, and um, 
Make sure to give us feedback and uh, share this podcast with your friends and other people if you enjoyed it because that worth that that uh, worth the most if you share it with someone that you know and it's way better than just you know retweeting or something because it's more personal and that's how other people get to know this podcast so yeah you are special if you listen to the whole thing and give us feedback if you listen to the whole thing yeah i i I did notice that i am losing the i'm losing the factor of i don't know the enthusiasm of the (laughs) i'm talking to you I, I'm talking to you part, but I am still talking to you. And, <laughs> and uh, what is going on? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, give us feedback. Uh, so I, I give it back to space, and I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you are, I just came up with this. If you are part of a hacker makerspace fab lab, whatever, or you know someone, or you have some experience in this, contact me on Twitter, please. It's space soon. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll get in touch <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's pretty much it any any last words from Jack eh, not really if you enjoy stuff like this then there's more of me on YouTube uh, youtube.com slash Jack Tutorials and if you want to see dog videos uh, you can follow me on Twitter it's Jack1337 and Arch yeah, or- memes yeah, exactly. And I, oh, I yeah, true. I like memes as well. Yeah, as soon, as soon as David put that in there, I was just like, retweet, retweet, retweet. Yeah, as soon as. <laughs> yeah, but nah, that's kind of stuff I do. But all my all my good stuff's on YouTube. My useless stuff's on Twitter. For reasons mentioned earlier For in this podcast. For me, it's kind of the opposite. Like yeah. My shit is on YouTube. And some good stuff is on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Also join the Discord server. It should be linked somewhere on our page, right? It is, probably. Okay, join it. Yeah. (laughs) Really different style of podcast today, but uh, let us know if this is better than the previous style. I think it's better. Yeah. I think I talk too much, but other than that. We spent a long time discussing topics at the start. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. I think once you've chopped this up, it'll be fine. I'm not sure if I will be... Uh, I, or how m- I don't think there is much to yeah talk yeah about. yeah <laughs> it's just gonna be a dense podcast a dense one yeah that's <laughs> no that's how. great that's great there is stuff you are gonna have some knowledge after this <laughs> you wouldn't believe oh we have to say something about Dean so Dean Dean hi <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have to this to the whole hi. podcast because yeah because we said he hi. wouldn't believe what he said about also Dean. please Come, move to Germany. Don't just, you know, do it. Insider. Good incentive. If people don't Insider know Dean, knowledge. then this makes no then sense. Then you should join the Discord server. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, I don't know. How do we sign off usually? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think anyway. we do like a thank you for listening and then a bye-bye from everyone. Yeah, so thank you for listening and bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That sounded gay. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs>